Live, guys. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the uh, E and C show. Uh, extended. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about last week. Uh, we did have to take the week off. Primarily, there's two reasons, which one, I was sick as a dog. I mean, really sick. And um, about 60% uh, better, but we're getting there. Uh, no. Definitely just a, a something in the sinuses, but uh, but uh, Candace can can tell you I sounded horrible last week uh, <laughs> when we were communicating briefly about the show. Anyway, welcome back, Miss Harper. How are you? You look lovely. Thank you so much. I'm fantastic. I'm loving this this weather change. I'm loving when the summer comes. You know, Memorial Day is coming up. That's the official start mm -hmm. of summer. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Memorial Monday, isn't it? Or is it? It's Monday, isn't it? It's Monday. This, this Monday. Coming that's Monday. right. Yeah, yeah Monday. Yeah. Very good. We have an interesting show uh, in store for you. The link is already there. We, uh, I decided to open it up to the public today to give everyone an opportunity to kind of come in. Uh, if you'd like to join and talk uh, about today's topic, um, I prefer that it doesn't stray too far away from today's topic. Let's keep it on the subject. Interracial dating. Um, it was something that I've been wanting to hit for quite some time. Being a white man, though, uh, you know, I don't know if it, a lot of people probably would have gotten their feelings if I just did it by myself. Now, I've touched it uh, in the past before, um, but I thought it would be great to have Candace on to kind of give like a balanced perspective about uh, interracial dating. Now, I have some talking points. Candace has some talking points. Uh, last week, when I introduced this idea to Candace, um, why don't you tell? Why don't you tell the audience? Uh, I don't want to speak for you. Why don't you tell the audience how you felt when I introduced uh, this idea? Yeah. So you introduced it to me. You know what was that? Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, evening, and my first thought was, okay, this could this could get deep. <laughs> Mainly because I feel like it's one of those conversations that that on its outside is just kind of like a benign conversation. But when you really get into it, the whole racial political aspects that can come up around interracial dating, how people feel about it, why people do it, what is and isn't okay, all of that stuff can lead to racial political conversation. And right now I feel like culturally, especially in our country and please all over the world, that it's a really hot button issue. And it's also a very um, polarizing issue. So my only concern was if we were going to talk about this, I want to be prepared for however this conversation can go. And so, yeah. Right, right. Um, do you want to go a little bit into uh, that, uh, the political aspect of it that you're referring to? Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? You want to open up with that? Well, I think what what can happen and this is not, you know, this doesn't necessarily have to happen. But I think once we start talking about that. You know, we start to talk about, uh, you know, the experience of being a person of color in this country. So we're saying interracial relationships. And we I mean, I think the assumption is that we're just going to talk about black and white. But obviously, in this country, there's a lot of different races. I think, though, that once you start talking about, you know, why people date people of a different race or, you know, what the sort of temperature is around that, you can't help but get into what race has been in the history of this country. Like you think about interracial relationships just a couple hundred years ago and they were slave and slave master. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of um, controversial kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? History around the idea of interracial dating in this country. Yeah. yeah, I would say I would say uh, no, I agree with that. I, I see your point. I had a discussion a long time ago with a very good friend of mine at the time who was an African-American man. 
And uh, he would always tell me, you don't know what it's like to be black. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, let me let me let the audience know. I don't know what it's like to be black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a man of color, a person of color. I don't know. I, uh, uh, so I can't speak for, for, for uh, anyone else. Uh, so I understand uh, uh, certain um, prejudices and stigmas uh, behind even 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 homosexuality for the longest time it had to be hidden. And now, you know, almost, you know, now it's now it's it, I shouldn't say it's allowed, but it's it's far more accepted. Um, and, and I would say to 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 some degree, that's good. You know, uh, yeah. give people the opportunity for for expression. Um, but I have a couple of uh, things that I would like to bring up when it comes to to interracial dating. Uh, that could potentially like open up the subject a bit. I have a couple of illustrations too that I just want to start with um, real quick. Let me let me do the fragrance of the day real fast. Um, as many people know, I've been into fragrances since I was 19 years old. Well, before that, I started selling fragrances when I was about 20, 20, uh, 20, 21 years old. I worked for Armani. I worked for a couple of other companies too, but I've always enjoyed uh, uh, the creations of fragrances and kind of different fragrances for different situations, different kind of uh, venues and outfits and moods and things like that. And so today I wanted to wear what I consider one of the best suit fragrances you can ever buy. As a man, one of the best office fragrances and definitely the best daytime suit fragrance probably ever in, 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 in for a modern fragrance. Now, there's other fragrances that are a little bit uh, <clears throat> might have a different kind of like Wall Street appeal. But if you're a modern man and you want to smell fantastic and you want to get compliments, guaranteed this one will do it. This is from the House of Prada. This is Loam, the original. Mm. You gotta have it. <laughs> you, you, it's it's it is the best spring summer daytime brunch or suit fragrance you can buy. I don't want to say too much more about it. Beautiful fragrance, long lasting, upscale as heck. It smells very rich and very upscale. If you're wearing a suit, you gotta have it. So it'll be down in the description in my champion game essential store. And pick up a bottle, man. It's worth it. It's not super inexpensive. Um, you're probably looking at about 125-ish. But it is going to be a knockout, especially if you're dressed in suits during the day. You do business meetings, entrepreneurial things. Maybe you show up in a suit brunch, Sunday brunch, something like that. Light-colored clothing, white crisp dress shirt. That fragrance right there is the way to go. So I thought I'd uh, point that out real quick. All right. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know that you chose fragrances by by outfit. So do you have different ones that you wear that you feel are appropriate for? Oh yeah. Let's say you're on the oh, golf yeah. course, or you're going swimming, or whatever. Like yesterday, I went I went into my tailor. Uh, I went into the tailor to get some suits. Uh, I got well, I got a new suit, and I, plus I had some other stuff that I had just waiting to go to the tailor. And mm-hmm. I and just uh, kick around. I had some you know very simple clothing on, but I wore. Creed Silver Mountain Water yesterday. Six okay. sprays of this. Got a couple compliments. Hey, nice cologne. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely um, pair them with what I'm wearing and what um, outcome I want. Oh, okay. You know, if I'm trying to seduce, I put on a seduce, you know, a, a fragrance yeah, that has yeah. a slight hint of uh, seduction kind of feel to it. Spicy, maybe a little, little sweet, masculine, something mm-hmm. daring. You know, if I want something that you go to a business meeting, you don't want to wear anything too daring. You know, yeah. you just want to smell good, something crisp, something light, uh, nothing that's going to, you know, choke anybody out. So, yeah, you have to be, you have to, not every fragrance is suitable for every occasion. Definitely not. Um, if somebody could also share the link here. 
Let me just make sure I got the link in there because I want people to come on and share my, your experiences with us. Have you dated someone outside of your ethnicity or race? How did it go? Did you prefer it? Um, was it a one and done? Um, it's okay to like white women if you're black. It's okay if you're a black woman to, to like white men. In my opinion, you, you like what you like. You're attracted mm. to what you're attracted to. And so don't and my and so I will tell you, but of course, uh, Candace might have a slightly different approach, and we respect Candace. Um, I say go with who I say go with what you like and go with what likes you, and I don't care who that is. Uh, I don't. I mean, if if you like her, you or if you're a woman listening, you like him, he likes you. The lifestyles are compatible. You yeah. know, you guys are headed in a very similar direction. You can communicate. I don't care who that is. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I. I don't care who it is. Go with who wants to be with you. Go who, with who respects you. Go with what with who honors you. This is both men and women. Man to the woman, woman to the man. Um, I would say this: if you're told who to like, you end up liking who you're told to like. Mm. Okay, if you're told to like your own people. Uh -huh. You you will try to adhere to that, okay? Your mother, your father, whoever, your, your aunts and uncles uh, will tell you, you know, you got to date your own kind. I mean, that sticks with people, especially growing up and you're young and impressionable. You don't really know yet what choices are. Can I make my own choices? Will I be, you know, will I be outcasted from the family if I show up with somebody else that I happen to like? These are questions I think all human beings have to face. But generally, you will like, at least for a period of time, who you are instructed to like. What do you think about that? That's <laughs> that's very interesting. What comes up when you talk about that? Because I agree with you. I have so many Facebook friends who I went to high school with. It's all these guys, because I went to high school with predominantly white kids and they were always like, you know, and I'm dating myself, but I went to high school in what, the late 80s. And it's always, you know, oh, I would I I know loves my earring. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, honey. So that's the thing, like, um, so many Facebook friends now are like, I wish I could have asked you out in high school. I wanted to ask you out in high school, but their parents would have been like, no, you can't do it. But I will say this about what you're saying about- White men? Um, was it, is it Caucasian, Caucasian men or non-black men said that? White men. Okay. okay I mean, because okay. that's mostly who I went to high school with. I think there were okay. only like six of us who were people of color and five of us were black. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So- I, I agree with you that that percentage-wise, most people will. However, I went in kind of a different direction when I was young. And I don't know if I told you about, we were talking about before I had a relationship for 13 years, starting when I was 19 turning 20. Yep. And just sharing actually, the stream, uh, just sharing the stream. So uh, yeah, please yeah. continue. I'm listening, yes. Yeah. And he actually um, was first generation born in this country from Afghanistan. You talk about a cultural racial difference between the two of us. <laughs> it was vast. And part of that, when I was that young, was part of my attraction for him was that he was different than my culture. Because I, I wasn't told I had to stay within my culture, but I didn't realize until I was with someone outside my culture how much my parents didn't really like it. If that makes yeah, sense. So, so you, needed the, you needed the contrast to know that. Yeah. Uh, I, I always say in order to know what you, in order to build a preference, you have to experiment 
and then be um, be in the presence of what you don't wish to experience again. So, like, you know, just like if you go on a date with nah, I, I, everybody's different, though. So people are different. But things are, you know, if you try red wine, you have a bad experience. You got to figure out what it was. Did I drink too much? Did I not eat that day or do it? Or am I just not a red wine person? Yeah. And then you try white wine. OK, Moscato sits better with me. Little Riesling. I'm good there. And so you'll know when you when you experience both what you prefer. And so yeah. I think sometimes if you uh, adhere to some sort of um, tradition or or some sort of um, cultural conditioning, you you and you don't set and you don't have the courage to step outside of that to say, well, wait, I want to make I want to make my own decision on this because mm -hmm. I actually like this girl. She doesn't look like us, but I like her and she likes me, so I can't go with her because you guys don't like her or that you would be this would be disrespectful, you know, to the family. Yeah. You know, I think every man has to has to uh, eventually you respect your family, but you, you eventually build your own family. I'm very, very big on, you know, once you become a certain age, it's you're responsible to now to kind of build your own legend and build your own, you know, lineage to, to some degree. Yeah. Um, there were many, many girlfriends my my mother didn't like, you know, and then eventually I said, I don't think you like anybody. I, I just don't think you like <laughs> I think it's just you. Know, I just think nobody's probably good enough for your son. And, and and at that point, I had to distance myself from having conversations with her about women I was seeing to a point where she didn't know anything because it would always be some sort of biased energy. And I think that could also go into you know race, ethnicity, and tradition. Uh, mm -hmm. If you bring anybody that's an outsider to what the norm is, there will be some biased energy that you'll have to experience. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, I do agree with that. I mean, you know, whether it's from your family or, or, you know, your culture or whatever, the people that surround you. But I also think, and I totally agree with you, like on a high vibrational level, if you like somebody, you feel that connection, that's the most important thing. If you feel like you ha may have racial differences, but cultural similarities, lifestyle similarities, mm -hmm. value similarities, that's the most important thing. However, I think that a lot of times, especially in this country, and especially because of our history of racism, there's a fetishism around it. And I think that's for all, mm -hmm. like if we're just talking about, let's say black and white people, I, I feel like white men tend to have a fetishism, black men tend to have a fetishism, white women tend to have a fetishism, and black women tend to have a fetishism. And that's where we get into trouble. So we're like, we're going by what the stereotypes are. That's why we say, oh, I, I prefer you. this or that. Does that make sense? Do you think do, do you think it's important to though to investigate those potential curiosities? I mean, I mean, I mean, I think curiosities at times should be investigated and maybe even yeah. realized. Um, that way, you can actually get the experience behind you and go. You know, it's almost like somebody who who is told a roller coaster is fun, you know, yeah. or that it's scary. And then you're like, oh shit, like I don't want to go on that now. Like, damn, you were that scared. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So you're so you you're living through their experience, but you, you know, sometimes you go on that roller coaster, you're like, yo, that wasn't nothing. There were times I've been on the roller. I know we're talking about something completely different, but I think it's the same thing. It's like mm -hmm. if you have a, a natural curiosity, I would ask, I would question where is that curiosity born out of? Is it born out of jealousy or envy, or is it born out of just natural desire? Because you saw someone or experienced someone and they knocked your socks off, yeah. you know, and, and so I think I think I think there's something to be said about investigating some of those those desires within reason, not every single desire, but within reason, carefully and safely that I think if you investigate it, then you have the experience behind your belt. Now you can now you have now you can make a preference. Now you actually can make a judgment call. I prefer this. I prefer mm -hmm. that. 
And so I, I would say I'm on the side of if you have a natural, genuine desire for something, I think you should safely and carefully and respectfully uh, uh, examine that. Yeah. Yep. And with integrity, though. And I think yes, that's where integrity. a lot of people sort of fail is that they, they don't necessarily do it with integrity. Like there's that thing where it's I'm either just rebelling against my parents. or I just have this curiosity. I want to find out if all black men really have big dicks. You know, things like that. <laughs> it still has to be done with integrity. You know how when you talk about, let's say you just want casual relationships. You know, if I'm somebody who's out there and I'm just exploring whether this is something that would be okay for me because I think I might want it, I got to somehow be real flat about that. Because, because mm. you know, when I'm when I'm not, if I'm out of integrity and I'm just trying you out because I'm rebelling against my parents or I'm just testing the waters, it kind of, it, you know, it's, it just lacks, it just lacks integrity. It lacks character to be doing that. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I do think, though, that... Um, you know, <laughs> you mentioned something out of um, you didn't say the word rebellion, mm -hmm. but you said out of um, that they might they may want to pursue something out of what was the word you used? I thought I did say re rebel, like you when you're rebel, like when you just trying to rebel against your culture, your parents yeah. or something like that. I, I, what what percentage uh, of people um, in your experience would you say are escaping a dysfunctional dynamic when going to the the opposite of what they're told they should be in. Cause I, I I'll be honest with you in my experience, when I talked and I've talked, I've dated hundreds of women, had sex with them. I mean, I'm just, I don't like to say that, but I, I have enough experience to go on this. And I, and I, and I'm, I'm a big talker. I consult with people all the time. I hear all, I hear everything about their lives. I'm a coach. And so a lot of the time people are just not feeling their own, that their own code. They're not, I mean, just because you guys live this way and bought into this and, feel that you, you guys need to stay connected. I, I don't, I'm not really feeling this. I'd rather be over here. I'd rather do this. Are they a traitor for doing that? And like, um, what if someone genuinely notices some dysfunction in their culture, in their race, yeah. in the traditions and don't want to be part of it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that there's, there's something to be said for that, but that's more of an indication of understanding how to, because if I'm if I'm rejecting my culture or my race or my religion, it's not to say that there aren't things about it that aren't worthy of my rejection, but I also am rejecting partly myself as well. So if I'm thinking that I'm gonna go to another culture or race or religion and see what happens over here, it's like we sort of fool ourselves into thinking that we're not gonna find something over there that doesn't work as well. It's about mm -hmm. not, I'm not choosing this other thing because what I have is not good enough. I'm choosing this other thing because it aligns with what I know myself to be. And so if I'm okay with who I am, like when people say, you know, a, a lot of uh, men of color, unfortunately, will say, you know, oh, I, I don't date black women. I only, cause black women, I know how black women are. And you know, this is, this is what you end up dealing with. So let me go and be with white women or Asian women, Latina women, whatever. But the problem with that is that I'm in denial of myself. If I say I, I can't be with someone of my culture or if I'm generalizing, about someone of my culture because they're of my culture. So if I'm going off to somebody else, somebody else's culture, thinking that that's gonna be the thing that saves me, I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, wherever you go, there you are. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna find some other reason <laughs> that's unworkable, yeah. right? Okay, I'll push back on that a little bit just for the, just for not, not push back, but I'll, I'll add to that for the sake of expansion on this particular segment. What if a person doesn't feel identified with, with that? 
Yeah. You know, like I'm Greek. I'm a Greek man. Oh, I didn't know that. I have. I don't give a fuck about Greek people. No. <laughs> I don't want to eat their food. I'm not against it, but I'm not going to be sitting with y'all just because you guys are uh, a tight clique and you guys yeah. only sit with Greek people and go to Greek restaurants and talk about Greek Orthodox Church and everything else y'all do. I mean, uh, I might I might pick some game off you for a minute, but I'm not. I don't care about you like that. Yeah. Like like I, to me, I came in in this in this game as a human being sure. in male form. So, and this is what I teach my men. It's like, bro, skin color, it's the human race. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're part of the human race. Now, yeah. I get it. The outside world doesn't see it just like the champ champion game does. And But that doesn't mean you can't live in your own reality. Yeah. I look at it this way. I'm not tied to my my ethnicity or the culture behind ancestry I, what my ancestors did that's cool i you know i'm sure I, i'm sure i'm gonna further along if i have a son but i'm furthering along men worldwide and women worldwide so it, whether i do it with my own son or daughter i'm doing it with the human race anyway so when i when i'm done i would have made an impact a positive impact somewhere and yeah. so i just don't subscribe to that personally that i Let need to ask be you a question though oh, sure sure would you reject a Greek woman, though, because she's Greek? No, but Greek women have a tendency to be very conformed mm. to the, the Greek way. You know, yeah. we hang out with each other. We, we do the same things together. We, 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 we celebrate our, you know, certain traditions are, 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 are celebrated. I don't even I don't even I barely wanted to, uh, to uh, um, celebrate my birthday the other day. You know how many birthdays I've had? I mean, birthday. Everybody's a birthday. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very awakened man. Like I'm not. I don't subscribe to all that. Every day's a no. birthday. Today was a blessing. Today's a blessing that I'm on the air with Candace yeah. Harper and we're having this conversation. It's a blessing. Today's my birthday. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't celebrate. You know, really Christmas too much anymore. I mean, I respect that. I respect people who want to celebrate that. But I mean, you know, I know the truth about a lot of this stuff. You know, so for me. I'm a human being, number one. Number one, yeah. I'm a human being, just like a black man's a human being, an Asian man's a human being, Hispanic man's a human being. We're all human beings, okay? It's a human mm -hmm. race. Uh, it's not the black race. It's not the white race. And I know that it, there's a lot of separation, and uh, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of separation there, but in my view, it's the human race, number one. Number mm -hmm. two, I came into life, in, into the human race as a man, as a male, so then I will blossom my life and nurture and cultivate my life to the best of my ability and to add a positive impact into the world into the human race even the animal race even the animal kingdom i, I positively affect that mm -hmm. and so um as a man but if i meet somebody and i like them i like them i don't i don't care if you're afghani i, I don't care who you are if you got a good heart you're kind-hearted I would say this. I'm not attracted to people that are very conformed to traditions. I personally am not attracted to that. I like free thinkers, open-minded people, people that want, are willing to learn um, and to kind of spread their wings as a human being and kind of see what else is out there uh, aside from what they've been told to like and prefer. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally get that. Now, here's the thing about that. So you're absolutely right. Ideally, if we could all just see each other as a human race, that would be fantastic. If we actually just look for you know, each other's character, right? Mm -hmm. And look for alignment with each other, that would be absolutely fantastic. But I think what happens is in, instead of being able to do that, often what we do instead is fetishize, right? And so even when you say, I wouldn't, I, you said, I wouldn't 
reject a woman because she's Greek, but I reject Greek culture. So if she's steeped in the Greek culture, I would reject her. Like that's basically saying that someone, you know, that I am of, I'm in denial of that, that culture. And it doesn't mean that you even have to be steeped in that culture, but if you're dating someone in avoidance of that, then you kind of set yourself up for, um, you know, like the, the biases set, up, set us up for not really being able to be fully engaged with another culture because another culture is not going to provide for you something that, that, that your own culture cannot. I'm not saying you have to stick only with your own culture. What I'm saying is, is if you actually have the mentality that everyone is accepted, you don't have any sort of, of rejection of anyone. It's like if someone aligns with me, I don't care whether they're my color someone else's color, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to avoid my race in order to get, to, you know, to have other people. That makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, I think we all know that uh, we're all human beings. It's the human race. I think we just want something you know, to argue and fight about. We want something exactly. to argue about. We want something to, to, to cause strife and war about. Uh, yeah. This is what human beings do. We're like barbarians. We, we want to continue to further uh, separation and, 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 and warfare. And, and, uh, but I think underneath, we all know that we're just, it's the human race. I think we, underneath we know that, but there's so much ego, pride, superficiality, materialism, uh, anger, unresolved emotional issues that keeps you kind of locked into that dynamic. Whereas me, I I see things the way it is. It's like, you know, and, and also I have a preference. I, I'm on limited time just like you are, Candace. So I'm thinking to myself, if this woman is very traditional and there's a formality to everything she does, <laughs> you know, you got to meet the father, you got to go here, you got... I don't have I don't have time for that. I I, I honestly don't have time for that. I want to yeah, just be able to call a person up and say, "Hey, let's get something to eat." All right, I ain't gotta ask nobody. Let's go. You yeah. know, we're gonna go have uh, seafood. I love seafood. I, I don't want unnecessary drama and strife, and, and I don't want to have uh, uh, additional hurdles. Life is already offers plenty of hurdles uh, that we have to to jump through and overcome and, and that sort of thing. Uh, I think relationships should be joyful. I think relationships sure. should be, you know, uh, uh, peaceful. I think re relationships should be easygoing. Uh, but I think that dynamic that is inbred in, into us or that is embedded into us that we need to stick to our own kind, that sort of thing. Now, I'm not, I, again, I'm not saying it's wrong. Maybe, maybe black people, black people should be together. Maybe, maybe, you know, black people should be together. L let me ask you this question. Do you think black people specifically are better together than, than separating? Well, I mean, that's a, that would be a very, very hard generalization to make. I don't necessarily have a problem with black people dating outside of their race. I just think it's important that it not be a denial of your own race. So if you were, let's say, if you were to meet a Greek woman who wasn't traditional, who was like you, was like, I wasn't raised in all those Greek traditions. She would be cool. She stuff. would be cool. Okay, so that's yeah, what I mean. It's not, it's not about that. It's about all the layers of bullshit that people think they have to do in order yeah. to find a companion or to find love or to, or to build a family. Like, if you got all this ceremonial, traditional things you got to go through, I don't have time for that. Because yeah. I've already broken away from that in my own family. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. I'm living the life I want to live that I created from scratch. Yeah. Like this life I created, I created this life. That's why I say you can't penetrate it because I created it. Now, if I'm yeah. living another person's life, I can easily be penetrated. That's why I say most of the time people are living the life that was given to them. They're making choices based on the, 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 um, the choices that maybe your mother and father made, you're making choices to mirror them because yeah. maybe you feel yeah. like you have to. 
And yeah. so my question is, think for yourself, do you really want to do that? Do you yeah. really want to marry a woman like your mother? Yeah. <laughs> do you really want to marry a woman? But here's the thing. Here's where it gets to be a slippery slope. So I don't think anybody should have to date anybody because of their race. However, I do think it's important because we grow up in these families not to like, even if you're within the race, not to make assumptions about everyone in that race, because you can marry your mother and she not be the same race, not, not be the same culture. That's, that's She's going to have the same energy, mm -hmm. same personality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, she yep. might come with the same, same that. fire and maybe even the same abusiveness. Like look at the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing. Johnny Depp yep. talks about having an abusive mother, ended up trauma bonding with an abusive woman. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, not, you know, they're the same race, but, you can find that in any race of a person. So I think it's just more about, I'm not trying to run away from something. I'm not in denial about something that is part of me and I'm not generalizing my own people. So if I'm a black, okay. you know, a black man or, you know, as a black woman, if I were to say, oh, I can't date black men, they all go to jail. They don't know how to act. They don't pay for nothing. <laughs> Like I would never do that because that generalization. Sets but are me up. are some of those generalizations valid though? Uh, uh, and I think across the board, not just black. I'm talking across the board. Um, you know, you, there's been times where people said, you know, what are you a Jew? You know, what are you a Jew? You you, you know, like you don't you don't want to you know you don't want to help out. You know, what are you a Jew? What are you uh, you know? Mm -hmm. So so I think are some of those generalizations though actually real? I mean, um, are they real? Well, here's the thing about it. You know, statistically speaking, you know, what we get in the media and what is shown to us from Hollywood and what, you know, the stereotypes, like stereotypes do exist for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I say that very, you know, I say that in a very uh, careful way, because generally mm -hmm. speaking, the, the, the main part of the population, whether black people, Latino people, white people, are just people mm -hmm. trying to do their best and are people who are going to school and have jobs and, you know, doing normal life. But because of what we see, you know, in media and in our culture, we think that that is generally true about everyone. Well, no, it's like a small percentage of people. And there's a lot of marginalization of people of color in the news because that's more salacious than saying, you know, a white man, you know, went somewhere and robbed a grocery store. It's it's a lot more salacious to say, yes, this man of color, because it, it um, supports people's already knowing there are already biases about what they think is true about people, right? But it's not necessarily true that more black men, there are more black men incarcerated, which I, I that's a whole other thing <laughs> when you look at the prison systems, but as a population by percentage, you know, it's not necessarily true that more black men commit crimes. It's not necessarily true that, that um, you know, just a lot of these stereotypes and generalizations we make that more black women fight <laughs> or, you know, don't know how to raise their kids. Uh, <laughs> like that stuff is just what we're fed, you know, based yeah. on stereotypical, stereotypical, ugh, stereotypical thinking. You know, it's yeah. not necessarily true that all white mm -hmm. men are racist mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or nationalists. You mm -hmm. know, there might be a large percentage of them, but it's not the, I don't believe that it's B and large. Like, I don't think it's a fair generalization to make. I agree with that completely. I do. And I always teach men on my channel or in this business, too, um, that a woman's going to treat. It doesn't matter what the woman is. She's going to treat you how you let her treat you. Uh, I never I've dated black women, had wonderful, wonderful experiences with black women. Never had a problem. Always respected me. Um, never, never had a problem. Um, Hispanic women, I've had some challenges, to be honest with you. Some there's been yeah. some challenges with Hispanic, but never a black woman. 
Black women loved me. They they loved me. I mean, I, I shit. I mean, shit. They wanted to marry me and shit. But uh, but Hispanic women, I've had I've had some problems early on. Not not I would say not within the last five years, but but twenties, uh, uh, early thirties. There were some challenges there. Um, um, so, but black women uh, coming from a white man's perspective, I'm not a typical white man. I will I will say I'm not typical, but uh, but uh, never had any problems with black women. They always respected me. You know, I do notice something. I noticed something yesterday uh, that I'll bring up. When I was at the tailor, there were there was a, a black couple in there, and I noticed she was talking to him in a certain way. But of course, he allows it. You know, there's that's their dynamic. There was some disrespect. There was a tone to the way she was talking to him that I was like, I can't, you know, like, damn, I bet this goes on all day. But when I addressed them, she stood up straight, smiled real big, like showed me respect. Mm. Like, really did. like I noticed it. It was almost like a test I performed on them. They didn't even realize I was doing it. But I was mm -hmm. like. I hear how she's talking to him and it seems like the norm and, and he's kind of talking to her in a way that would allow that kind of dialogue to take place too. So don't get me wrong. It wasn't like she was just belittling him and he's sitting there just getting whipped. Like I could see that that was kind of the dynamic between them, a lot of just going back and forth. But when I in inserted myself in a situation, I made a recommendation to the man about a suit that would look good on his skin tone. I said, Hey, let me show you a suit real quick, man. I think this will look good on you. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed once I started talking, she sat up straight. She was very respectful. Her tone changed. She was smiling at me. Yeah. And, uh, and so it does vary on the man. I feel like my presentation, my demeanor, the way I introduce myself to them, how I kind of uh, involve myself in the situation to be an asset to the man, she respected it. But yeah. also at the same time, I think I contrasted her man. Yeah. So I think sometimes we tend to like what we aren't. Yeah. We we tend to not like. I th I've seen it. I've actually seen where you take the same woman who is with someone the same color as them or the same ethnicity as them, mm -hmm. and that dynamic it, it's just it's brutal, man. But you take yeah. them out of that dynamic, put them in a completely different environment, they act different. They just yeah. they act different. And I think sometimes it is a rebellion. It's like, I don't even want this. Like yeah. I, I I want people that listen, at least from my perspective, I want you to know. And I agree with uh Candace, you know, as long as you're not hating yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you prefer something else, guys, or women listening, please go in that direction. Do not mm -hmm. be afraid to investigate that and do that. Do it mm -hmm. for yourself. Remember, once you turn a certain age, people, you know, people are going to start dying off. <laughs> you know, you're going to be left alone. And, you, you know, you have to you got to learn to be by yourself. Make your own decisions. Is this right for me? I will date the one I will date and marry if I decide the woman I want to be with, the one who, who respects me. We got a great communication. There's honor. Uh, we cherish one another. We build together. If that woman is your is your same skin, skin color. By all means, go in that direction. But if she's not, don't feel obligated that you owe black people, white people, Greek people, Hispanic people. You don't owe people shit. In my opinion, you don't owe anybody nothing. At the end of the day, you're going to go into that casket by yourself. No one's going to go with you. The world will keep spinning. So in my opinion, always do what's best for you. What do you think about that, Candace? Yeah, I, I do agree with always doing what's best for you. But I also think, too, that we have to be careful of, you know, like the couple that you use as an example. So their whatever their 
dynamic was as far as disrespecting each other, like they attracted that in each other. And then you came with a different energy. But if we if we assign that to color, then that's saying that, you know, if she were with any black man, she would have been like that. But I've met many black men who know how to speak in a way where it elevates the way that I communicate mm -hmm. with them as well, or I speak in a way with them that elevates the way they communicate with me. So I think yeah. that it's really about looking for that energy that you want. And for I some people, they're mm -hmm. comfortable with a certain kind of energy. And I'm, by comfortable, I don't mean that they, they want it or they say they like it, but some people come from families where disrespect is the energy. Is the norm, yeah. yeah. Is the norm, and that has yeah. no color barrier whatsoever. Like, you know, That's I've right. known- That's right. Yeah, I've known people who, you know, they come from families or, you know, where, and mainly it's been my white girlfriends who, you know, yelled all kinds of curses and things at their mother and their mother yelled right back at them, like ways that, that you know, in my culture or in my family, I should say, you would never be able, be able to do or be allowed to do. But if that's what you come from and that's the energy that you maintain, that's what you're going to attract in other people as well. And sometimes that ends up being a cultural thing, but you can't be like, well... You know, I've had a, a couple of black men I've dated and they didn't know how to talk to me right. So now I'm going to date white men because they know how to talk to women. That's you're kidding yourself if you if that's your paradigm. Right. And if she was switching up, I think the reason she switched up is because knowing you, your approach was a gentleman's in the room. It had nothing to do with what color you were. If it did, then she's got, you know, there's a uh, she's mm -hmm. bought into the lie of white supremacy. But I have a feeling that it had more to do with the energy that you brought. Because if you would, would have come with disrespectful energy, she probably would have been dis disrespectful with you as well. I would agree. I agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. There were so many good points in what you said. Let me first and foremost um, uh, celebrate Ricky Webster for the $10 Thank Super you. Chat, uh, supporting two of my favorite people. Thank you so much, Ricky. Um, you've been very, very consistent here, along with my guy who um, has got some deep pockets, man. Ami Roma, $200 Super oh. Chat. The man works hard and he takes very good care of me and us. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Hello, Coach Eo and Candace. I date all women as long as they meet my requirements. Yes. Oh. They must be respectful and feminine. Um, 100%. Don't <laughs> let them. Hey, respectful and feminine or you got to get the hell out. No, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty firm on that. But uh, but uh, let me play a clip here uh, for Omni. Pretty Amazing. soon I'll revamp. New videos coming out. But Omni Roma, thank you so much for uh, your donation. Roll. Uh, last time I was I was live on air. Uh, that that makes me want to do the shoulder roll. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, we've been dragging two uh, two ninety two uh, opinion of black men that get criticism for dating out. What would you say about women who uh, who who um, criticize men of color for dating uh, Beckys or Snow Bunnies or even Latin women? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that it's something you have to be real self-reflective about because there is a contingent of all of us, like I said, that do fetishize. So they're thinking, oh, well, that's going to uplevel my socioeconomic status. Or if I'm successful, I'm going to need somebody that I, I'm, you know, I'm convinced that only a white woman or a Latina woman is going to be able to behave the way I want her to behave in public. You know, like I think the reason often black men get such a hard time or that there is a stigma is because there is that level of, you know, are you doing it because you've bought into the lie of white supremacy? 
or are you doing it because you you don't want to take the time to find out if there are black women that would fit into your lifestyle, your core values and how you want to be. And I think that's the question that comes up. And a lot of times when people have that question, the first thing that they want to assume is the worst. So you're not, you know, if you're a black man who likes white women, just you, you want to think about, is it because I have a fetish? And I think that that's some sort of answer to my life being better. Or is it because I actually have bonded with somebody and she happens to be white? But I, I think I it can. I think it can be both. Actually, I think it can be both of those things. Like, yo, I like a fat white ass. You know, uh, <laughs> I like. I. I. Uh, my preference is a light skinned blonde haired Caucasian woman with a fat booty yeah. that I. I get along with, and we go on vacations. We build a life, and and I just prefer that. I. I again, I, I would say this to men and women. It's okay to like what you like. Like, but you're and, talking and, about physical preference. Physical preference in the in the grand scheme and, of relationships means nothing. The whole thing. I mean, I mean, the whole thing. It's like, you know, I'm not big on Indian food. I'll mm. eat it, but I ain't about to sit there and eat Indian food all day. I won't. I won't eat that. And if I and if mm. I'm with a woman who's like, you know, all they eat is is Indian food. It's like I can't be with you. I ain't eating that shit. You know, yeah. like nothing against it's not shit. OK, for for the sensitive folk, it's not shit. But I can't eat that every day and I won't eat that every day. And if that's how you roll, you know, I can't see you like that. You know, there's no future for us. But um, so it's, not, saying... it's just my preference. It's like I'm not going to do things within the confines of, of dealing with a woman. Let me just make sure I say this clear. There are other areas, and you're going to make compromises even in a relationship. You are. You're going to make some compromises and some concessions. You know, it can't be. It's not a dictatorship. But however, in my opinion, the man is leading the relationship. The woman is is following my lead, but she's my queen. She's not a peasant. She's my queen, but she follows my lead because I'm a great leader. Now, if I'm a poor leader, then your woman's probably going to lead and you're going to follow her lead. Now, that dy dynamic may work for some people. I don't think it's going to work. Um, but but it could work. But I haven't seen it work that many times. And if it and if someone's still in that situation, it's just because the uh, uh, of the uh, of le um, the possibility of leaving it might even bring, you know, more loss to their lives. So I have to stay here. So mm. what I'm saying is there was a comment here real quick. I do want to highlight it. Mm. I respect what this man is saying. He's having a conversation with someone in the room. So I don't want to uh, um, interfere with that conversation. But he says you can't be pro-African. And date white women, my brother. That's an oxymoron. Mm. I I won't take that that away from him. And if that works for you, cool. What I am advising is be pro man. Mm. <laughs> Just be pro man. Don't be pro black, pro white, pro Hispanic. None of that. Just be pro man. I'm pro man, and mm. I'm the man in this situation, and I'm responsible for building and creating and 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 and, uh, and nurturing my reality. And yeah. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah. Within reason, I'm not going to break any laws, but I'm pro man. So one thing I would I would encourage people just to consider: you don't have to believe it, you don't have to run with it right now, but be pro man, be pro woman, be pro woman too. Yeah, but here's the thing: because I got to backtrack on. Go ahead, go ahead. I got to backtrack on something you're talking it's about. It's amazing, to, please. Uh, <laughs> There's so much here. to me. It's amazing to me that people put so much emphasis into the skin color. Like mm. as if that really makes you who you are. It doesn't make you. It's just it doesn't make you who you are. What makes you who you are is what you live for, your character, um, what you build when you're here. 
yeah. you know, what you leave behind that, you know, who, who you are, um, how, you know, did, did you cause more chaos or did you actually help build some things? It's like, that's what makes you, it's not just skin color that is what makes you who you are. In my yes, opinion. I totally agree with that. But but just in you saying that, that's why it's so important that we not collapse our preferences, especially when it comes to physical appearance, with with who we could actually bond with and be with. So if I'm a black man and I say, oh, I like big, fat, white, juicy asses, like that, I can have that as a physical preference. But if I'm saying that I am only going to be with a woman like that because other women aren't good enough, I got a mindset shift to make because I'm I'm fooling myself. If you think because a woman has a big, white, fat, juicy ass that she's not going to end up taking you to, you know, uh, a custody court <laughs> when you do something that she doesn't like or that she's not going to have, you know, either emotional or psychological things that don't work for you or, or that there's not going to be problems in the relationship or that's the answer to stay away from what you're judging. Mm -hmm. You're you're kidding yourself because just the fact that you have that judgment in your wheelhouse, like that's in you. So you're going to take that judgment, that bias, wherever you go and anything you see that looks like it. And as soon as she starts to display that behavior that you think you're running away from because she looks like what you think you like, that's where I think we get into trouble. And so we don't want to collapse physical preference with, I with who I, I could be with long term. Like I, I told you before, I love a chocolate bald bearded man, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I've dated men who look the whole rainbow. Like I've, I've you know, because I believe in dating exploration. You get to be, you get to know. Sometimes you just get to be friends, whatever, to try to just know people. I've match made for, you know, a whole gamut of people. And yes, there are those physical ones that I'm like, Yes, I find them physically attractive, but there's a lot of men that I've met, especially even just in matchmaking, where it's like they didn't look anything like what I would expect. But I could see them as somebody who's valuable to bond with because I'm looking for that character match, not that outside match. I respect that. Yeah, I, I do respect that. Bro Life, five dollars. Thank you so much for the uh, good to see you. Saw you comment the other day. Um, and we have another um. And I, and I do, and I understand that. I don't want men to think that because you're black and you've had some, a lack of success with, with people of, of color, women of color, that all of a sudden you go to a Becky and then she's going to treat you like a king. Yeah. That's not the case because as you said, and as I've said many, many times before, wherever you go, that's where, that's where you go. That's, that's your energy shows up there. You go to Alaska right now, you think there's a, or uh, people tend to want to go move to warmer climate to think mm -hmm. all of a sudden that life's going to be better. You're going to a warmer climate. It doesn't matter. You just go, you are going to a warmer, exactly. you're going to a colder climate. So, uh, however, I personally do believe that whatever you're attracted to, it's okay for you to be attracted to that. If, sure. if, if, if you saw a white woman with a beautiful smile or a black woman with a beautiful smile and she treated you really well, lifestyles were comparable uh, Two of you are not very tied down to any kind of preconceived, uh, you know, and you don't have a lot of baggage, you know, you, you, there's not a lot of conformity in your system. See me, that would be the perfect, that's, that's the perfect relationship. A woman that's not conformed to a lot of things as SNL, mm -hmm. she's not conformed to a lot of things. Yeah. She's not, she's a, a free thinker, open-minded, follows my lead, listens to me, uh, very intellectual, pretty woman. Um, yeah. so, so that's why we're, we're doing this. We eat similar <laughs> foods, you know, she doesn't drink, she doesn't go to bars. I don't drink, I don't go to bars. It comes down to lifestyle preferences and that sort of thing. But, you know, to me, I'm not going to kill myself to be with any woman. 
I'm not mm-hmm. going to try to make something work that's not working. Uh, mm-hmm. Are there going to be some subtle things where we have to make compromises and have a, a level of understanding where it might not meet our personal criteria, but we allow it because, you know, we can't create robots out here. You ain't going to be a little robot. But, you know, within reason, yes. So I want guys to know if, you, if you're if you black and you like a white woman, date that white woman, please. Don't give a fuck about what she thinks about it. I, I'm, te- I'm, I'm telling them. Do not care about that because at the end of the day, your mama's gonna do your mother, my mother, my I, my mother's visiting here. I, I, I told her you cannot know about oh, none of my business. The second you know about my business, the more information you know, the worse, the, the worse it is. And so you have to understand, okay, I can't tell her a lot of things. So, you know, for me, I'll just say this. If you prefer something, it makes your life easier, you gel better with this kind of energy. They happen to be a white woman or a black woman or Asian woman, or a Middle Eastern woman, mm-hmm. whatever it is, go in that direction. Because you you have limited time to one other point that you said. I can't date everybody. Yeah, I can't marry everybody. I can't have kids with everybody. So if I have to discriminate against one, a, 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 another woman, a different type of woman, to go in the direction to bring a, to select a different type of woman, I'm a sense, I am I am not selecting her. I mean, I wouldn't call it discrimination. I would just say I can't marry all 10 of y'all. So mm. out of the 10, you, whatever color you are, are the one I prefer of this mix. So mm-hmm. am I am I disqualifying? Yes, I'm disqualifying. Am I discriminating? I wouldn't label it that. Well, it depends because that's something you have only you know in your heart. Like a man who's doing that knows he's doing that. If he's saying, oh, yes. I'm going with this because I can't do I can't be with anybody who's this color or whatever. But think, thinking in those terms, so if it's about going for our preference, then what do you say to women who are like, I won't date anybody who's under six feet tall? I, I agree. I think they have the right to that. Yeah. I think women have the right, as long as they can be what the six foot tall man wants. Okay. Uh, one time Donald Trump was asked this question, which I agree with the answer. Mm-hmm. They said, do you think women should get equal pay? And he said, as long as they do as, as good of a job. Mm-hmm. If they can do as good as 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 well as the man does it mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. of course they deserve equal pay but not just because she's a woman and not because he's a man there's in some instances where women make more than men he shouldn't make mm-hmm. as much money as her if she's better at the job than him she should make more she as a matter of fact he shouldn't even have the job she should have the job we want the most qualified people in positions and so we want the most qualified wives we want the most qualified husbands, mm-hmm. leaders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, uh, or even 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 uh, middle class uh, blue collar workers. We want the most qualified in every position to run a nation successfully. Yeah. And so, um, and do you so, think that uh, that's something that can be determined by physical aspects, though? I don't think that that's something that can be determined by be determined by you know someone's race, someone's height, someone's you know who's going to be the most qualified when it comes to relationships. And it can't be determined except for certain jobs as far as mm-hmm. like employment in general, anything yeah. that that involves um you know creativity or uh logical thinking or you know an ability to be analytical, like that can't be determined by whether you're hiring a man or man or a woman. You can't say, "Oh, well this is an analytical position, so we definitely need a man because a man's going to do it better." Right now, if it's if yeah. it's like lifting heavy things, <laughs> granted, there's a much smaller percentage of women in the world who can lift heavy things, you know, as many as you know, compared to percentages of men. Right. So if it's that kind of job, that makes sense. So if a woman can't move as many you know, lumber logs across the yard in the, mm-hmm. the same amount of time, then no, she shouldn't get the same amount of money. 
But mm. if we're talking about high level positions where women are just as smart, just as analytical, just as able to get it done, it shouldn't be a question of, well, you know, because she's a woman, we're going to pay her a little bit less. And same thing goes mm. with relationships. It should be a question of like, well, if they're not, you know, this color or that color, I'm, you know, I'm determining that they're going to be good at this because they are that color. I, I agree with that. Uh, I do agree with that. No, and, uh, no, no uh, separation there. Back to your point about the woman having a, a, a preferences and a criteria. Yeah. If uh, most of the time women want taller men, so they don't feel insecure. Okay. Mm -hmm. They also want men that are bigger. So if they put on a few pounds, they don't feel insecure. So most of a woman's decisions in picking a man is based on her insecurities. Not all women, I'm not general, but the majority of women that I've ever talked to, if you listen to their criteria list, that criteria list is something that someone else has and now they've just adopted it. Yeah. Uh, or, or two, it's based on her insecurities. I've had women tell me- You don't me think that, that that's true for anybody who's picking someone based on their physical? I think that's true. Mm -hmm. If you are picking someone based on what they look like physically, it is based on your insecurities. And it doesn't matter whether you're a woman or man. And I know that men a lot of times fall into that slippery, dangerous slope of picking women because they're pretty. And then you end up like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's something that is across the board. And I agree with you totally, because I always, you know, when I deal with women, especially women who are getting of a certain age and they really want a relationship, I'm like, you got to let go of that dumb stuff like height requirements and you know, making sure that they're they're living in a certain neighborhood and all of that stuff, like really look for character. I think that the same thing applies when it comes to race. If I'm a black man and I say, oh, I only got to have a white woman because I, I got to have these certain aspects and I know white women have that, that's all coming from insecurity. Not saying that every black man who dates a white woman is insecure, but only he knows in his own mind if he's doing it because he he's bought into some lie that she is somehow going to be better or raise his status or give him something that another woman of another color is not going to give him of his own color, any other color. Like that's the thing we got to be cognizant of is that we're, if we're looking for that external stuff to be the thing, that's where we get into trouble, valuing the wrong thing. I, I will say that I don't have a problem with people preferring a certain look to a person. Mm -hmm. I, I got to like looking at you. Now, now somebody might look at Coach Yo and say, that's an ugly dude. Mm -hmm. I want to be with the woman that looks at me and says, that's the finest man I've ever seen in my life. So yeah. why would I continue to see the woman that ain't feeling, isn't feeling me like that? But there's a guy out there that might look at Candace and go, she's too goody two-shoes for me. There's another mm -hmm. man that'll say, I love her heart. I love her spirit. I got to get to know her. Which man, which man do you want to go with? <laughs> you I know, want uh, to go with the one who sees who sees me. And granted, you know, I, I say that knowing there's a little hypocrisy in being someone who likes glamour and hair and earrings and stuff like that. But I'm going to go with the one who is looking for my character. Right. So I've, I've met a lot of men just in my work yeah. and in my own personal life. And I can always tell when they care about my my actual character, who I am as a person. And I don't judge mm -hmm. the ones that are only looking on the outside because that's biology. That's what we mm -hmm. do. But I know I would say go for the one who does. I would the perfect relationship, in my opinion, although there's no perfect relationship, but you can get both. You can get someone who loves you as a man or a woman, your character, your mission in life, but also loves to fucking watch you walk to the bathroom buck naked. Like, why does it have to be? I love your heart. I don't care what you look like. You could be a burn victim. I don't care. You don't have to be all that. No, I know. I'm exaggerating to make you laugh, Candace. But uh, I'm just I'm teasing you. So I think you can have both. I think you can find they're out there. 
But most of the time people want drama, so they just deal with the most resistance, <laughs> the most resistance they can deal with versus yeah. like me. I got to the point, hey, I build my reality. I want peaceful people here. I want I want contributors, workers. I want, you know, great love affair, great sex, great romance, great communication. Yeah. I want beautiful people. I want to dress fly. I want to I want to drive nice cars, but I also want to be simplistic at the same time, too. I want to live simply. And um, and so uh, for me, I want to be attracted to the woman I'm with and I equally want to be attracted to her character, her heart and her willingness to follow my lead. That's that is who I want. And I don't. Yeah. And, and if, if, if SNO wasn't here. If it was a white woman, it's a white woman. If it's a black woman, it's a black woman. If it's a Hispanic woman, it's a Hispanic woman. But if you can be attractive to me, I like your nose. I like your jaw structure. I li it's not really about you being like, I only want a Brazilian woman. No, I, if you are yeah. a, a hillbilly from um, Alabama, but you got a face I like, then and you got a, and you have a, a spirit I like, then I want to deal with you. Mm. You know, if you got something that I like looking at and then on top of it, you have a, a, a heart that I love to 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 experience. I love your heart. I, lo I love your soul. I love your mind. I love how you listen to me. I love how we connect. Then I'll deal with you. Hmm. I, I am man i am not a greek man i am not i am not bound by labels i'm not bound by traditions i am 100 man and responsible for my reality and i know yeah. exactly what kind of energy i want into my reality mm, i got you I real got quick you. andrew thank you for the um super chat salute to coach yo and candace greetings to the chat and fellow members just paying my dues thank you for that we appreciate thank you, andrew. that andrew's from nyc so it looks like yeah that's what's up uh who else here? I, I i would like to read all the comments but i'm gonna go ahead and go down um somebody <laughs> said about an indian <laughs> indian woman with yoda <laughs> i don't know something like that speaking of which i do have some images that i want to bring up here um trying to get down i thought there was another something wrong here with my scroll i can't get down here i'll try to get to that some wait a minute comments are hilarious Mr. Nitro, admiration and respect can, uh, can't, pardon me, can come from any woman and will supersede color personally. I agree with that. Thank you for the 10. I'm trying to highlight your comment. I'm unable to do, unable to do so at this moment. Um, also, I want to talk, I want to show a, a few images if, 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 I, if I may. Um, let's take a look at this image. Hmm. Clearly, they're dating outside of their race. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right? Interracial dating is interracial dating. So, yes. so this man is dating outside of his race. This woman is dating outside of their race. They can be happy people. They they most certainly can. Um, even here, dating outside of their race, interracial dating. This is a white man with uh, what appears to be a man from Middle Eastern descent, Indian or something. And they look happy. They can get married. They can raise a family. Interracial dating extends outside of just the black and white dynamic. It's interracial dating. Definitely. Uh, um, and also even here, you know, you got a, a Jewish man who might be dating that 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 lady from Alabama I talked about earlier. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Right. But you know, two happy people getting together, maybe uh, and, 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 and doing their thing. So interracial dating is is interracial it's not just black and white it's, it's 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 across the board and uh what do you think about that 
Well, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I do think it's the the direction that this world is going because we are we are all human beings. I just think that um, you know people just have to be cognizant of why they do what they do because it, you know it's not about you know whether you stay with your race or go outside of your race. It's about you know am I connecting with this person like you were saying earlier because of their, their humanity, or am I trying to you know do something as far as my social standing or, which I think that sort of thing really only comes up more often between black and white interracial relationships. I feel like with other races, it, you know, like a, that you, the ones that you pictured, I feel like there, you know, because there's not nearly as many biases and, you know, racial stereotypes and uh, there's not as much polarization I feel like they, they tend to be a little bit more accepted. And I'm not, you know, I know that's generalizing as well, because I know that sometimes with, you know, different families, Asian families, they don't want to see like, you know, their daughter marrying a white man, things like that. I know that that exists, but I just don't think it's as, as big of a deal. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I mean, I agree with that. Red Gemini says it's more about the character. That's true. I I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what, if I see a black woman with a white man or a non-black man, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even think anything of it. I just think... Yeah. For actually, the first thing that comes to mind, she wanted that BBC. That's the first yeah. <laughs> that BBC? big black that cop. Yeah, she wanted that big black cop. That's the first thing I said. Oh, she got. So you do think BBC. something of it? See, you do. You well, do no, think I, that's why I said. I said I do think it, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you want a BBC, yeah. go ahead and get you a BBC. Uh, if a man wants a, you know. A, you know, uh, a white woman for some 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 characteristics, some physical characteristic that he prefers over black women. I don't think it's wrong. Mm. I don't. Th I don't think it's wrong. But if if you experience your own kind, yeah. and you're like, I'm good. I like this better. I don't think that's wrong. <laughs> I but just don't I, think I it's don't wrong. Think I think it's the man making a decision. I don't think we're Sorry, having a right or wrong conversation. Like, I don't think it's about wrongness. It's about what is it that you want. If you're fetishizing and you just want to have sex with people, then do do whatever. But if you're thinking in terms of a long-term relationship and you're with somebody because you think, you know, like a lot of times white women have sort of the mending, what I call the mendingo syndrome, because he's big and black, he must have a big cock, the sex is going to be good. Like that's a, you know, complete delusion because <laughs> that's not true of every big black man yeah because even men, black men in porn even black men in porn i think they underperform sometimes i'm like yo you got all that you ain't even hitting it right like like, like i'll be i'll be like damn you ain't even hitting it right bro you got a waste that's a waste right there then then you yeah. see a white dude he, he going crazy on that so uh -huh. I, I, you know sorry not to be but it's like it's all you know everybody's different it's like you know assuming but it's not it's not mm -hmm. sustainable as far as relationships, right? So that's, it's fine if it's all sexual. That's fine if that's what you're doing. And and you're doing it with integrity. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm not taking you seriously as someone I'm going to be with, right? But if I'm really looking to be in a relationship and sustain something, I can't pick somebody based on what race they are. I got to pick them based on, you know, their core value character or what they look like. I can't pick somebody based on that for a long-term relationship. I agree completely. I do agree completely. I um. I, I, we're not disagreeing on this at all. The only thing I would say is that if she happens or he happens to be not your same ethnicity, That's skin okay. color, tradition, yeah. it's okay. Go in that direction, yeah. man. You ain't marrying your mother. You ain't marrying yeah. your father. Let those motherfuckers, they're married over there. And who knows what their dynamic is. Let them worry about their own dynamic. Uh, and if they can't, they can't accept what you, what you prefer, then you build your own family away from them. That's, I will tell, I want people to know that you can build your own family and own legacy 
away from the current family you have if they are disrespecting you or dishonoring your decisions. I want you to be, you are a man, you are a woman, make your own decisions. Um, Julio Chavez, $10. I wish my arms were big enough to hug all of them. Uh, I, <laughs> I like that. Checking in, I'll catch the rerun. Value for value. Appreciate you, Patrick. Julio wants everybody. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I like that mentality, though. I mean, hey, hey listen, yeah. you know, you can find something beautiful in every person, really, if you're looking That's for true. it. If you're looking for it, you can find something you like in every person. And equally, if you got a lot of hate in your heart, you'll look for everything wrong in the person. So, um, see, me, I'm neutral. I'm not looking for love or I'm not looking for anything wrong. I'm just seeing what I see. Yeah. That's why I teach being in the neutral zone. Candace, maybe you can give me your opinion on this. I know yeah. that you try to see the best. I don't want to speak for you, but you try to lead from love and and then you try to leave with your best self and that sort of thing, which we all we all should do. But mm-hmm. me, I, I lead with in in a neutral place because I don't want to favor bullshit mm-hmm. and I don't want to assume your bullshit either. So mm-hmm. I'm going to stay right in the middle and what you show me is what I'm going to believe. What you show me right there. I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt on anything. What you show me that's who you are. Now, you might have been that in that moment. Okay. Then you might be something different in a new moment. That's that's understandable. Yeah. But who people show me, I don't give them hope. I don't hope they're better. <laughs> I don't hope. I don't have hope for people. Who yeah. you are is who you are, and I believe you. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, that can be a very interesting sort of dynamic because I, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily um, – you know, I, I try to be the person that I want to meet, right? So what I work on within myself is to have the energy, the character, the integrity of who I want to attract into my life, right? So whether it's romantically or friends or whatever. So everybody I meet starts out with an A. It's true. Not meaning that I'm going to just give you everything, you know, that I'm going to just trust you with my whole life, but I'm going to be looking for those things that align with who I know myself to be first, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm also very careful about when something bothers me, whether it's that I'm perceiving it based on some belief I've made up as something to bother me, or if it's just something that has to do with their character that really doesn't have to affect me if I don't let it, right? Or not even their character, where they are in life, where they are, you know, where their emotional maturity is at. So if we're talking specifically with romantic relationships, I mean, you know, the I feel like sometimes we set the bar very high and that kind of keeps us in a place of not ever being able to become intimate with someone. And I do think on some level we have to be careful where it's like we don't just let someone run roughshod through our lives. We don't just let them, you know, do whatever they want with no regard without saying, you know, this is a boundary. Like, I can't have you do that in my life. But we also tend to be socially very unforgiving and very quick to say something's wrong with somebody else and something's wrong with everybody from that paradigm. And that's true. We all have something that someone else can judge in a negative way. So my whole thing tends to be with the people I meet, if I see something about them that I judge as negatively, you know, what is it about it that has me judging it negatively? Is it really a legit, is it just my feelings or is it really a legitimate thing? And Am I making it be something that doesn't have to be a deal breaker about that person? Because I think that's what we often do. We make things deal breakers. And it's like, why? Because <laughs> we all got crap. I would say that everybody in uh, starts off C, a C with me. Everyone's a C. With you. <laughs> now you have the opportunity to go to an A. Yeah. I'd love to raise you to an A and I'd love and, and I'm 
I, I should say this. I ain't going to love to raise you to an A. If you can work yourself up to an A, you're an A with me. If you, But everyone is going to be a C to start. Everybody. That, that's that's neutral. You're a C. You ain't going to start off no A shit. You might be an F. And so, and, 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 and I agree. I agree with that. I mean, I understand that, I should say. But for me, everyone's a C upon initial meeting. Now, you have the opportunity to go to a B minus, B plus, A, A plus, extra credit, all that. Uh, or you go right down to an F and you're uh, <laughs> Good, uh, not a good match. Uh, so that, that would be something that I would advise my men. Um, everyone should maybe start looking at it that way. Everyone's a C when I first meet you. Even I want to be a C. Don't give me an A. Let me let me deserve that A. I want to be a C. See, I never, I'll never ever. Uh, you want to prove it? You want to prove that you're never, an A? I'll never give a certain. I'll never have a standard for another that I haven't first given myself. Sure. So so I want to be a C. Don't give me an A. Let me let me get my A. I'll earn my A, and then when I get it, you know, hopefully I can maintain it. But uh, nobody's coming in the, into the chat room here, so um, you know, we, we maybe we'll stay an hour and a half then if we can't get any participation here. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I dating today, we're trying to make it a little easier to digest. Uh, do you have any questions for me, uh, Candice? Uh, well, I don't have any questions in particular. I mean, you know, without. I always feel like it's fun to share like our little personal stories and stuff, but you've already sort of shared that you, you don't mind dating the rainbow. Like that that's been your experience with it. And do you feel like in the, the years that you've been dating, and I know you said that you've been married before as well, right? I have. Do you feel like you've developed a, a certain level of biases, a certain level of like rules based on generalizing different races of women? No, I would say honestly, I didn't. No. Uh, I realize every situation is unique and different. Um, there's going to be some similarities, though. I mean, I mean, I mean, it depends on how socially conditioned <clears throat> conditioned they are, <clears throat> and uh, how traditionally embedded they are into a concept. I don't want to deal with people that are following someone else's lead. I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Do I don't follow anyone else's lead. I had to break free from. Uh, the dynamics that maybe weren't uh, beneficial to me, I had to go through that work. I had to spend a lot of solitude and alone time to figure out who I am and how to learn how to be alone. Uh, and so because I went through that work um, and, and I, now I'm on the other side of that, I, I love my reality. I love how I build build my life. And so for me for me to go with somebody who hasn't gone through that work, it would be I would be going backwards. Yeah. Uh, however, that person who may see nothing wrong with how they live in their traditional living is probably better suited, not not even good to be with me. Like, I'll disrupt your whole program. <laughs> like, I'll go over there. You'll talk to me. You'll be questioning everything. And now now you're, you're headed for a depression. Maybe like, I ain't trying. To, look, if it's working for you, stay with stay over there and and and, and match with people that are similar to you. Yeah. But I, I work best with open minded individuals who are free thinkers and that create their own realities and then don't subscribe to skin color or culture or none of that. Um, they, they subscribe to the man or the woman. That is who I'm most attracted to. I'm, I love that energy. I love that passion. Um, and so, but, but when I see groups of people that are very, very uh, traditional and they all think the same, they dress the same, even like gurus and stuff, there's sometimes where I look at some of these uh, mystics, they're all wearing that garb and stuff. I'm like, why do you, you got to wear that? You don't have to wear that. 
it, you know, wear what you want to wear. I, you know, I wear what I want to wear. I wear a suit, Nike outfit, Jordan outfit, whatever, a robe. I wear what I want to wear. <laughs> if I ever became a mystic, you'll never, ever catch me with some linen garb on with a long beard sitting uh Indian style in a chair, like hell no, I ain't doing you say that. Never anymore. ever, and be careful what you say never about. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> you got somebody in the background here. We got Brad Ivinson. I'm about to bring you on, fam. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, Brad. Man. What's going on? Hey, thanks, thanks, thanks for adding me on here, y'all. Um, Absolutely. Hey. Um, so you guys were talking about interracial dating and uh, and all the everything that comes with it. Um, and I agree, EO, everything that you say, you know, it starts with the man, it ends with the man. Um, but, you know, um, we're humans as well at the end of the day as well, you know. And I just think as men, unfortunately, there's times where it's like, yeah, as a man, it's like, you should be strong, you should be strong-willed. But as a man, it's like, to, 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 to not convince yourself that you don't care about what other people think. And like all oh, all the other outside factors, I just I don't think that's natural. I don't think that's something like for you as a man. I don't I don't think that's healthy. You know, I think naturally as human beings, we care about what other people think as much as we want to convince ourselves that we don't. So I and and I just think that like it's like this whole this whole noted this whole notion of like oh like like let's like let's do this let's do that and like. And like you don't you don't care like I just think that's a little bit disingenuous you know so you know there's even like this whole interracial dating thing you know as a as a black guy it's like you you want you want to look at the world and be like everyone's gonna give me a fair shot but subconsciously it's like there's always like gonna be the superiority complex that white people have over you because mm -hmm. of like centuries of like. I don't even want to get into it as much, but like, it's just like, you want to give everybody the fair shot, but it's like, it's never really going to be a fair equal level playing field, you know? So that's just, that's just the case. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect that. I do respect that. Um, what do you think about that, Candace? We got a, we had an unstoppable force in the background. I saw him. He was looking at it. He was looking at himself in the mirror. He's like, I'm, I'm fly as fuck. Yeah, Look at this yeah. dude. I'm fly as shit. I want him to think <laughs> like that. Hey, real quick, shout out to uh, my guy, um, Top Shelf Dating. What's up, brother? Salute, Champ and Candace. I believe the only thing we should be against is evil and harmful ideas to humankind. Man, I couldn't agree more with that, Justin. You can be for something and not against the opposite. Yes, uh, don't limit your mind in that way. Great comment. Might be the comment of the day. Um, when I say I prefer something, I'm not against the other thing. I just have a preference. For example, I always say... Um, I don't like uh, blackberries, but I like blueberries. I just don't like blackberries that much. Oh, no, it's not blackberries. It's uh, grapefruit. I do not like grapefruit, but I love blueberries. But I think grapefruit is still a hell of a fruit for someone who likes it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit there and go, fuck grapefruit. I hate that shit. I mean, I, I just don't think like that. I think grapefruit, I like it in fragrance. I just don't like to eat it. I know it has health benefits. But for me, I don't like the taste of it. But I think for someone else, someone else would love grapefruit. And so I think you can have a preference. You can be drawn to something without bashing the other thing. I really do. Well, you you want me to address Brad's thing or are you going to you going to Brad? What Brad was saying? 
make that statement to kind of go along with also Justin's point of view. I think we have a tendency if we favor one thing, then we hate the other thing. And I think you got to remove that energy and say, I just favor this. I work well with this. This works for me. It's almost like a diet. Not every diet and not every workout plan is going to be universal. There's going to be subtle tweaks and subtle changes within my system and another person's system. Uh, that doesn't mean if, if the carnivore diet, if I try it, it didn't work for me, then now I hate the carnivore diet because there's another person that will benefit tremendously from the carnivore diet. Maybe I need to be on the Mediterranean diet or the fruit diet or whatever. So I think what we need to do moving forward is if we have a preference, it's okay to have that preference, but don't bash the opposite of your preference. I wanted to ask Brad about what you're saying about um, feeling like you you have to care what people think because I feel like you're you're pointing to something really important there because I think there is something to be said for the balance between you know being your own person and and getting aligned with who you know yourself to be but also being able to be led and take in someone else's. Uh, paradigm so that you can learn and grow as well. I'm not meaning that you have to take it on, but I do think that we we need to guide each other, right? So yeah. what, what were you going with that, Brad? Like saying that you feel like you have to care what people think, whether they approve of you or care what people think, what information they can give you? Yeah, kind of both. What, what, what I meant by that, what I meant by that is that like, you know, we have to like respect each other opinions and like respect like where we're coming from as humans you know well like just like eo said not without not like bashing the yeah. the opposition you know but i just think you know um a lot of the times it's like oh, okay you don't like this you don't have to bash the other thing and yeah. i and i think a lot of the times as good as that sounds on paper we don't do that really you know yeah. it's like we like something but like without like talking shit about the other thing like it, it's very, very, very rare, you know. Yeah. And and I just think and I just think a lot of the times it's like everything in life is a balance. But I think that following that balancing act is very, very hard a lot of the times, you know. Yeah. And you know, it's like it it it's the the diet thing was a perfect example, you know. You know, a lot of people think when they go on a diet, it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta do this, I gotta do that you just have to do it consistently you know mm -hmm. but i just think a lot of the times you know when it comes to like balancing balancing everything everything out i think a lot of the times you know that that in itself is the key but i i just think a lot of the times we have trouble doing that as human beings you know yeah yeah i also think there's a lot to be said for being able to disconnect yourself from the requirement of other people's approval because i think another thing you said i think that that's accurate you know when it comes to uh biases against you like you said as a man of color like people are going to think what they're going to think and i think what's really important is is being able to release when am I looking for approval? Because if I'm needing approval, I'm putting myself in a negative situation. Or if I'm needing for someone to see me as equal, rather than just knowing that I'm equal, then I'm actually giving the power away to them. And I know that like I'm making it sound like it's such an easy thing to do, but I think that's part of the journey is I don't I don't need for you to tell me that I'm equal. I don't need you to understand that you're not you know supreme to me or that you're not superior. I don't need you to understand that because I understand that. And I think that's that's the practice. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's like the answer to everything. But I do think that practice of not needing approval, but being able to take in information. I don't need you to approve, but I can take in information. That's I, that's what I think is the balance. 
You know what? I'll add to that real quick, and then we'll give uh, Brad the final word before we bring on Unstoppable Force. But uh, um, I don't believe we are equal um, um, from a performance standpoint, from a beneficial standpoint to the planet, the earth, and to the race. I don't think we are equal. I think it's okay to meet someone who, like, it's okay to be beneath someone. But maybe you could ask them, like, hey, I'm not as advanced as you. But I'd love to sit with you sometime and add benefit to you how I can, uh, but to learn from you. Like, I think we all have to get away from wanting to be accepted the same. We are all not the same. <laughs> We're not the same. Like, there's areas that I'm, I'm superior to another human being. That doesn't mean I'm better. I just, I'm, I'm superior to you from um, a production standpoint in one area. I'm superior to you. But if, if, if you were to pair me against somebody who's a welder, He's going to out-weld me. I don't weld. So he's superior to me in welding. So, And I'm okay with that as a man. I could say I'm not up to par. Uh, he's more advanced than me in this area. So, you know, you would need to talk to him about that. I can't help you there. But where I can help you here is here. So I think we need to all stop living in this fantasy world that we're all equal and this and that. From a human being standpoint, yes, we're all human. Yeah, we're all human. Uh, but from a production standpoint and the type of value that we add while we're here and what we leave behind is gonna it's gonna vary tremendously and i think we all have to be okay with that yeah but it would just not be okay with it if it's uh, if it's attached to race right so yeah we may not be of all equal talents we may not be of yeah. all equal abilities but yeah. but our inequality should not have to do with what color we are and that's what is so right now right? yeah that's, that's a big problem and, and i don't and i don't see yeah. it changing uh, I really don't see it changing, I, 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 and I don't have hope for it to change either because because then I'm sitting there with a hope that will never come to fruition. Uh, however, if it does change, I would be very happy to see it change. Uh, but I think change happens one person at a time, like how we're having this conversation, what Brad goes on, whoever he goes on to talk to after this and throughout his journey and his lifetime, he will, he will impact them, and maybe slow change is possible. But... Uh, I, I never look at skin color. I look at your smile. I look at what your eyes are telling me about you, what your energy tells me about you, and your willingness to learn your character and your motivation and what you're passionate about. This is what I look for in men and women. If you're lazy and black, I don't want to deal with you. If you're lazy and white, I don't want to deal with you. If you're lazy and Hispanic, I don't want to deal with you. That doesn't mean you're wrong, but I don't want to deal with you. No, that's fair. That's done, and that's and that's yeah. totally reason. And that's totally reasonable. And uh, yeah. like you know, it's it's funny because it's like it, I I just think like this whole racism, skin color shit, like it's the stupidest thing ever. Like this is how is. stupid racism is. If racism, if racism wasn't even a thing, it wouldn't be a thing because it's like <laughs> who gives a who gives a fuck about the the color of your skin? It's like mm. oh my 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 I have a different eye color than you. Okay, like. Does anybody give a fuck if I have a different eye color than you? Like, it, it's it's absolutely crazy to me, you know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, naturally, I'm going to have a different perspective compared to somebody that may not look like me. That's just how it is naturally. But at the same time, I can recognize another human being and be like, hey, you're just as much as human than me. Like, that's that's all it is, you know? I, I'm, I'm willing to give you a fair chance, you know? That's, that's, you all, know, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Thank you, Brad, for that. That um, I think it's important as men and even women, but even you know, talking to men primarily here yeah. on this platform, I think it's okay to introduce a person to their um, to their weakness, to also to their strength, but to their weakness too, and say, "Hey, listen, you're not strong here. You need to really address this." 
know, you're a poor typist or you're a poor communicator or your social skills are lacking or you need to read more, um, advance your vocabulary. I think that's how you actually help people is by introducing them to what they can do better. Also celebrating what they do right. Don't forget that part. I think sometimes we just want to highlight what's not working. We need to celebrate what is working, but also uh, in a healthy manner, introduce them to how they can improve. And I think if we want to help all the entire human race, that's how we should go about it, in my opinion. Okay. Thanks. Well, thank you, Eo. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for popping in. Great segment there by Brad. Uh, Real quick, shout out to Naima Buckner. Hello, Naima. Good to see you. Go subscribe to her channel. Uh, Eo looking sharp there and Candace looking beautiful per usual. That's nice. Very nice. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Let me just uh, scroll down here make sure I'm not missing anything about the comments here. Some of them are funny. Yeah, that's good. We want some humor here. <laughs> uh, we want some humor. Unstoppable Force. Come on in, fam. How are you? Good to see you. You're you're muted. You're muted. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, man. I'm good, man. Good, man. How are you? How's everything in London? Yeah, man, everything's going well, man. Everything's going well. You know, Fantastic. I listened to your conversation, actually, uh, because the guy was... Uh, uh, you, you was talking about race um, and how, like, uh, you know, maybe you're looked down upon as a black guy or something, um, things like that. I, it's interesting because um, currently at my current job, you know, I'm the only black guy, I mean, at my job. And uh, at my job, it's like an IT job. You know, you need uh, customer service experience. Like, you need you know, to network with people. I'm on a decent amount of money, you know, much more. Like I, I jumped from, you know, must have been like a, a eight thousand uh, pound increase in salary, you know. So, and 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 this job, there's no black people in this job, uh, and I've never thought of race. All I knew is an interview. I just needed to have game, you know. I needed to uh, advertise myself quite well, um, even on the job, you know being able to, you know, communicate, which is you know, very important. So I feel like, uh, you know, people need to understand that game is important. You know, game transcends race, but you can kind of use that to your advantage, you know. Like, if you have game, you could kind of, you know, use your your race as an advantage, you know, where you could apply for a job where, you know, they want you to work there because they want to be you know inclusive they want to include your ethnicity or like for example if you're talking to a girl you know you could make a girl feel sorry for you feel sorry for you you know and then sleep with her uh we're good at that that's game you know so i think you know and i learned that from you you know and some people i feel like when when some people are speaking they need to realize that you still need game you know what i mean like game will all solve your problems it's like you have to think of game you have you can't really like make excuses it is where it is you like your life is life you know uh there's nothing you can do like i agree with the racism thing there's nothing you can do to change that uh just like you can't change people getting their heads cut off in other countries and people getting shot and people stabbing each other like there's black on black violence there's white on white violence there's mexican on mexican violence and that's normal in those in those con- on those continents and, and countries i mean that's a, that's considered like normal behavior it, yeah. it's it's animalistic and crazy to us uh but over there that's how they that's how they roll <laughs> yeah like that over there that, that's how it is and and 
I think a lot of people are not grateful as well. Like, like you know, you're in a country, you know, there's different ethnicities. You know, I'm sure there's many, like, op- opportunities. Like, there's so many rich black people, you know what I mean? Rich black millionaires and even billionaires, you know? And, and as I said before, like, you have guys like you, you know, you teach people, you don't really care about the colour of the person you're teaching. You know, you want that person... You know, to to, to to understand how you know the skills and techniques. Like you come from a sales background, and like we can see that and how you speak and your body language. Like you use your body language as a way to sell yourself. You know what I mean? Like so, it's not just like about how you speak. It's about your body language. I can tell you know a lot about the body language and how it's like an art. You know what I mean? And and I feel like some people are just robotic. Like it's it's, it's almost as if they they want to know five key words and then their life is going to change. It doesn't work like that, you know. Yeah. Things have to come together. Things, you know, you have to keep learning. And to be honest, you know, to be honest, when it comes to, like, game and stuff and, 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 and speaking and, and, and things like that, I will be honest, some people just just are not born with that essence to speak and combine their body language. And that's just something they're going to have to work on. But if they mm. people learn how to speak, learn how to communicate more, and things like that, use your body language, people will overlook your race, you know, and your ethnicity and, and how you sound and things like that. You would get more results, you know, in life in general. You know, that's just my opinion. You know? I, agree. I actually agree with everything you said, man. Uh, I really do. Uh, the one thing I'll tell you about game, too, um, is realizing that timing is everything. Because you can meet a woman who went through a phase where she dealt with black men and she might be all blacked out. Like she might be ready to go back to white. You know what I mean? And I know that's not, no, no, no. What, listen to what I'm saying. It sounds bad, but, it, and, and vice versa on the other side, you might meet a, a person who went with all black, uh, black women or um, went with all white women. And they went through a season of trying out some snow bunnies and stuff like that. And they're like, I'm done with these Beckys. I'm gonna go back. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back over here. I think. I think. I think. I'm, I think. I'm gonna go back over here. So I think it's important to realize that timing means everything. Also, when it comes to connection and seduction, you could meet. You could look like someone they were just with, even if you ain't them. Just something. You lined up the same way. You had the same haircuts, same leather jacket on, and and all of a sudden they they're like, Nah, I don't want to deal with you. I just I just came from that. So what I'm saying is a big part of game is recognizing what the need is right now with every person that you deal with, what their desire is right now. Now, either you can accommodate that desire or you cannot. And part of having game is being calibrated to know this is a good situation to, to penetrate right now, or this is a situation that I shouldn't be part of. And so what I, what I meant to say is like, I think people go through seasons where they try things it's almost like food. It's like, oh, I'm all, I, I had enough Jamaican food. I'm good for a while. It's just like you've already built up like that. That desire has been fulfilled or that curiosity has been fulfilled. Your taste buds have already got enough of that. And now you're ready to kind of go for something a little bit different. So um, that's a big part of game. Is As you mentioned, there might be a company that's looking to be more diverse and so you coming into that situation with some game and some knowledge that that maybe that's something that they're they're moving toward, you can go in and penetrate that market now without your feelings involved. You just know they need a black man right now. They need a black woman right now. They need an Asian woman. They need a they need women. And so a woman might say, I know that they're looking for that. So I'm going to go penetrate that market that might run its course after seven years. 
and your job, they need to replace you now. They need to have a different vision, different motivation. And so you might not, you may no longer be the fit, but at least you thrive for those seven years. I would say that that is what game is. Candace, I know you want to say, you want to say something. Well, I just feel, I'm sorry. What is your name again? Because I want to address you by your name. Stop. My real name or my actual well, your name you're yeah. going by, you don't have to reveal yeah. your name. Uh, unstoppable force, yeah. That's unstoppable force. So unstoppable force, what, what came up for me as you were talking is I was thinking about marginalization as a whole, right? So I get what you're saying about having game and getting to where you need to get to. I was raised that way. I was raised to know how to code switch and how to show up a certain way in certain rooms so that I could get what I want out of it. And I'm not necessarily knocking it as being something wrong, but I do think we need to recognize whether we're being a pacifist, a survivalist, or an activist, right? And there's nothing wrong with being a survivalist. I mean, this world can be tough as hell, but there's something within being a survivalist where you gotta always be paying attention to whether I'm doing uh, what I'm doing with integrity, right? So I can be in a situation and I can be playing the game and doing the game and using it for what it's got but I'm also sort of setting the balance of what I'm gonna get from the world because what we put out there, we give back, right? So if I have to be in any kind of situation where my attitude needs to be usury in, in order to survive it, that's what I'm setting up for is the energy of my life. And so when I'm usury, I get used. And that's just, that's just what came up for me as you were sharing. Yeah. I'm not judging I, you or I, anything I, like mm -hmm. that. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that point. And that's that's definitely a, the, the love coach perspective. And I, and I love that about you. That's mm -hmm. that 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 agree. I see your point. What I would say to add to that already great point is to try to not to tr is to want to be used like mm -hmm. I want to be used, and I want to use you. So I can catapult to the next step and I could equally catapult you to the next step. So it is all about perspective. We're all being used. I mean, uh, sure. and there's a bird nest right outside my place right now that it was another bird built and another bird's living in it right now. So it's like he's using <laughs> what another person did. They had their, you know, the situation with the incubation period that, that ended and now they're gone. So I think we all have to use each other. It doesn't have to be a negative stigma tied to using one another. Uh, I want people to use me. And I want to use you and we can catapult each other and help build build bridges and, and potentially build more prosperous lives. But it's it's about wanting to be used. And I also think it's hard. Uh, there are going to be moments in your life where you are in survival mode and it's OK to make decisions that that are survivalist decisions. Uh, until you can get it's, it's like a person who wants to jump to their dream job, but you you, you can't always do that. Sometimes you got to work the job you don't want to work to get some game experience, some, some income, build a nest egg. And then you can simultaneously work on your passion when you get off work. And then once you've built things up and you're in a, uh, the most comfortable space you can be in before you transition, now you can go to that dream job. But I think everybody just wants to jump right to the finish line and that's not really what life is in my view i think you're going to go through survivalist periods but then you can get to that period where you're more comfortable and you you put yourself in that more comfortable space where now you can make some of those uh candace harper type decisions hmm. 
I don't know, Coach. You, I almost feel like I like I don't think that you're wrong. I don't disagree with it as far as you know, especially when it comes to jobs. You want that to be sort of a usury thing. They're using you. You're using them. You need the paycheck. You want to advance your career. But when we're looking at relationships, if I'm not somehow in the practice of understanding that it's not just about using that other person, and and I'm. I, I will admit that word use when it comes to relationships, it does make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It's like use, you know, because I do believe we're there to contribute to each other and to benefit, give to each yeah, other. Benefit one another. Benefit. But even when it comes to just casual sexual relationships, yeah, I mean, the, there's a level of like, yeah, we're just using each other. And if you're both aware of that and you're doing that, that's great. But I think for, for a, an overall energy in your life, as far as how you deal with your intimate relationships, the practice should be, how do I attract people to, to which I want to contribute to and they want to contribute to me? Like, I'm not thinking of it like I'm using her for this or she's using me for that, because that's, that's how people end up in divorce court. Because, oh, I'm using you because you look good enough to be on my arm and I'm using you because you can pay for the lifestyle that I want or you know all the people that I want to know. And then we come to find out that as we're using each other, we have no intimate connection in that space. You know when it's not using? You know when it's not using? When you're vocal about it. Hmm. Like when you say, you seem to have connections, you, you seem to have certain connections that right now I could benefit from. And so in, in exchange for me, us dealing with each other, me dealing with you for this benefit, you can uh, how do you see me being as beneficial to you so then it's not it's it's out in the open i mean it, it's it's intentional yeah. that we're, we're working together or working towards something where both of us can prosper one another i think you can have that conversation but i think today everybody is is hiding the real reason why they want to deal with people they they know why they want to deal with people i need yeah. to get fucked by him i need to get fucked by her I want security. I want. I want my. You know. I want a. I want to live in a seven hundred thousand dollar house. He offers that. Hmm. It's like everyone knows why they're dealing with everybody. They're yeah. just not. Be, you're, they're not forthright with that. Yeah. So I think if we can be more forthright and just be honest, obviously it's going to hit different. Most people are not used to that kind of honesty. But eventually, when you meet the right person, they're like, "Yo, I've been looking for somebody as transparent as you." I'm tired of liars. Like, let's do this. I think then you can kind of get that situation that you're talking about, Candace. Hmm. I got gotcha. you. Well, All right. Man. Uh, appreciate your, your feedback. Anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to say, you know, in life, you know, you do get used. You know, that's mm. just the code of the planet. You know, mm. humans, you know, are not robots. And that's why yeah. humans are making robots. So, Eventually, we don't have to do all this work. I mean, you know, us working, humans working, we probably have, I'd say, 125 more years left of actual working or, or maybe 200 years more left and we'll be dead mm -hmm. by then. But, and then humans won't be working anymore. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because humans don't want to actually uh, do all this work. They actually mm -hmm. realize yeah. that it's not sustainable. But for now, you know, as humans, we have to use each other to get to where we want to be. You know, you're using your employer for money. You know, you're using crypto uh, to, to, to make you money. And someone built that, you know, you have to you have to put money in and, and, and you have to gamble. Uh, that's just how it is. High risk, you know, high reward. 
No, Yo, miss- we're using truck drivers. We're using farmers. We're using everybody. How do we get our food to our grocery store? We're using truck drivers to deliver it. Now, we may not be conscious of that and thinking of that, but, I mean, how else do these uh, these items and these food choices come to come to our grocery stores? We need each other. We we're, we use each other. We do. Uh, um, but I would like to look at it. It doesn't have to be so bad. I mean, we benefit from one another. Um, and so that's why I say, you know, I'm looking at, how can you be useful? How can you be useful? Not that does not mean that doesn't mean you're a bad human being or that takes away your humanness. But in this life, we all have to keep production going. And so the most useful people will be the people kept. And then you'll notice for those that are like lagging, uh, it take, it's taking them a long time. Unfortunately, we got to move forward. Hmm. You know, that's why that's why it's important as mentors that we try to find the weaknesses in the people we deal with so we can amp that up we can encourage them to do better so they can be strong stronger uh participants in the human in the human species so anyway thank you so much unstoppable force for your for your commentary today very good stuff thank you very much thank you you. candace great segment by you as well really 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 good stuff thank you thank you Uh, by the way Yes, I was just going to say, by the way, if I like with our particular partnership, our situation, if I didn't value as value you as a person, I wouldn't be able to use you. I respect that. (laughs) You get that? I do. I do. And I and I feel the same way because I do think that. From a business standpoint. We may experience some struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from a human, from one human to another, I think you're fantastic. Oh. I think you're absolutely fantastic. But if I'm evaluating it from a business sense, there, there are there's some there's some subtle contrast, and there's some and there's some stark contrast that that if if Our approach without changing you, it could it could uh, uh, show to be. Um, um, unproductive for the both of us so so you know you know what i'm saying so it's like there's a business mind and then there's a different mindset away from the business mind that you have to kind of look at it like from a human being standpoint fucking love you girl you know and even from a work and from work from a business standpoint i still i still have mad love for you um but but if we you know but 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 looking at all the data looking at statistics analytics viewership everything that's being brought in per episode i'm always looking at does the audience like this? Hmm. Is the audience benefiting from this? And sure. so that's how I'm always looking at it. And that's how you would look at things to, pro- to protect your brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Avery Jones, $50. Thank you so much. Very generous. Uh, respect, peace, and love to the EO. Damn, that's what's up, man. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, and the sensational Candace Harper. Thank you, Avery. Thank you very much for your connections on LinkedIn, by the way, Candace. Something I've been using more and more lately. Loving the show. Thank you so much for that. Awesome. Much appreciated. I think Naima threw something out there. Oh, we got this earlier. Okay, okay. I must have missed you, fam. <laughs> glad I didn't. I'm glad I got you. Um, Avery's awesome. We're we're getting ready to hit uh, end the show here because I think we've discussed a lot. Anything on your mind, right. Candice, that you can introduce to uh, everyone? I think we had a pretty good conversation. I mean, I would hope like, you know, whatever the takeaway is, the walk away is, is that no matter what, it really has to do with coming from a high vibrational place when it comes to connecting with people and bringing them into your life. And that, it, you know, 
ideally we wouldn't even be worried about race at all as even a thing. But ultimately the most important thing is, are you able to connect with this person on a character level? Are you aligned with who you know yourself to be and the person that you bring into your life for a relationship? Is this somebody, no matter what color they are or you know, whatever physical aspects they have, is this somebody that you can, you can connect with in a strong, passionate, loving, workable way? You might end up being a saint before a year before you're done here. Uh, you Why might, is that might, saintly? <laughs> what is saintly about that, Coach? No, no, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. I might be a saint before I leave. You never know. Uh, I might be I a saint. Think it's sure. logic. To me, it sounds logical. <laughs> And I and I and I like that kind of mindset, that logical. I wish. Hey, it would be nice if the world operated on that kind of um, system. Hmm. But don't it you doesn't. think that a lot of it has to it do doesn't. with belief? Like, I feel like mm -hmm. we experience what we believe. So, if I believe that the world is a certain mm -hmm. way, or if I believe that that's how, like, there's a certain way people operate, that's what I what I invite into my life. That's what you know. My my brain will keep looking for the things that that uh, support that, the mm -hmm. evidence that supports mm -hmm. that. But if I believe in a different way, my brain will look for the evidence that supports the other way that I believe. So you, you don't feel like that, when, especially when it comes to love relationships, that our belief about people is, is what is dictating our experience around people? I do. I, I do believe uh, just like buying a car, you know, you buy a yellow Mustang. Now you see him everywhere. Before you bought the Mustang, you didn't even see the yellow Mustang. Mm -hmm. and, and so it, it's kind of that same concept. Um I, I aim to operate my life from a greater level of fullness mm. from a human being standpoint, but also professionally, spiritually. But, but I'm, I don't lie to myself either. And I'm not saying you do That's That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I try to operate my life and create a reality that I'm absolutely in love with and proud of. Mm-hmm. If I experience something that contrasts the reality I built, it's okay. Yeah. Because sure. I'm going right back to my reality. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's okay. I went to the mall yesterday. It was, I mean, it was just so much stuff going on. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, I stopped at the mall. I said, what, what is going on up in here? Like, this is just so much going on in here. And it, but, but I, I remember thinking, but this is only temporary. It's okay for them to live the way they want to live. Just go back to living the way you want to live. Mm -hmm. It's okay for them. It's okay for people to live recklessly and and, and, and however they want to live. Maybe that's not even reckless. Maybe for them that's not reckless. For me, I see the possible um, negative outcome in a certain situation. I can forecast it potentially. Maybe in that, their situation, they're so locked in, they're not seeing the negative. You know what I mean? So it's like I try to remain at that C, that C, that neutral, that C. Because if I'm too A. I think it's it can be it can be disappointing to me to be two A. It could also be disappointing to be two F. So I think if I'm C, I'm cool because I'm not I'm not requiring you to be anything. You're right in the middle. Who you want to show me? That's who I experience. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, whether you show me A behavior or F behavior, I'm going right back to the reality that I created. And I and I and I find that to be a, a, an enjoyable place. Does that make sense to you? Um, kind of. <laughs> I mean, as it pertains to, to you know, the, the paradigm that I was talking about, I mean, I'm not 
fully connecting the two of them together. But I do get where you're coming from, like, as far as you know, just moving to the world without without an expectation that people be a certain way. And I don't think it's about expecting anybody to be a certain way when we, you know, like when I say the way to approach it high vibrationally, I'm not saying that if you don't, something's wrong with you or that it's all going to go to shit. What I'm saying is that in order to empower and to assist anybody who's out there, you know, thinking about the concept of interracial dating as something that, you know, like framing it in a way that makes it not a human connection and not a human connection, but something that they do because they're rebelling against something or something that they do because they've decided that this preference has to be better because they've believed into in some biases or some things that they've heard from someplace else. I think that that in order to sort of help someone steer in a more workable direction, you got to be able to say, release some of those old beliefs, release that stuff you were told, release these things you've decided about other people or whatever negative things you're casting on to other people and and come from a place of being able to connect on a human level. Like when I say that, I'm not saying that if you can't or if you don't, that you're not going to make it or that you're wrong. But if you're looking for workability and you actually do want to have good human connections, you don't want to end up in divorce court. You don't want to end up on the, the wrong side of a custody agreement. You don't want those things to happen to you. And I feel like a, a lot of times men in general have complaints about that because I think even still now women are favored in those situations. So if you don't want to end up in that kind of situation as you know the men in the manosphere, the idea is like, how can I open up to actually connecting with people, not just with what my penis wants or with what my biases tell me are going to be workable. Like if my bias tells me that this is bad and this is good based on my little limited experience on the world, because none of us, you and I combined, the amount of time that you and I have been on the world is like less than a, a nano yeah, it's quite minuscule. Yeah, it's like nothing. So when we yeah. say, from my experience, all people do this, or this, all of these kinds of people do that, so I'm only going to go for that, we limit ourselves to all the possibilities that are available in the world. And there's so many that we don't even know. We don't even know what we don't even know. Mm -hmm. Right? No, I agree. I agree with that. Here's one other thing I'll add to that is... Um, Sometimes you have to exhaust through emotions. Mm. You can't just let it go. You know, sometimes it's not like me taking off this 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 suit coat. Like when I'm done with this, I'll take the suit coat off. Sometimes you have to exhaust through that bias and those emotions. It doesn't just happen overnight. Give each other a little bit of time to exhaust through those things and come to the conclusion upon your own without coercion or out with being told to what is best for you. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do have to be biased. Sometimes it, it, it has to run. It, it's a season of bias, but then once that season ends, you, you see, you get a little more, a little more clarity after enough experiences. You're like, okay, I don't need to hold on to that anymore. That, that was, a, that was a little bit lower vibration for me. Uh, and I need to address that, take a look at that. And I feel that I am, and I'm ready to. So I think sometimes it takes time to filter through all of that, uh, so I want people to know that, you you know, give it some time, too. Um, that's why I say seasons seasons change, seasons end. You you might go through a season where you prefer a certain visual. And then you might have that visual. And then you might come to a conclusion later that you no longer <laughs> that's no longer the poster for you. That's no longer the poster. But but I think if you're go if you if you feel like to Candace's earlier point, if this is a curiosity 
it's important that you convey that to someone you're dealing with, that maybe this is a curiosity or a fetish that you're looking to explore and that there may not be longevity to this interaction. I mean, give people the, 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 the choice to move forward with you, uh, given that information. And I think if you can move forward with people on the same page, here's the problem. People lie because you can't accept the truth. Yeah. This is why people lie. I, I truly don't believe people want to lie and cheat. Or they I lie because they're insecure about whatever they're up to. It's, it's, it's right? both. It's both of those things. I think it's yeah. both. I think, I think you're insecure about it. And then I think you also want it so badly that by all means necessary, you'll lie to get it. Yeah. Uh, but if you just wait long enough and stand in your truth and learn how to present that truth in a, in a very, in an easy to digest way, um, without them, without manipulating, but in a way that is calm and, and peaceful and um, um, safe. Yeah. Then I think that that you'll be you'll be more likely to get some of those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely, and be okay with the things that aren't aligned with it. Like telling, yes. telling the truth about what you're up to and being okay with what doesn't align with it is totally fine. Like you don't have to be on board yes. for it. Yeah, right? in full agreement, full agreement. Fra uh, Francis, I appreciate that, uh, brother, for the ten. I've seen your face a couple of times. Thank you so much for that. Uh, everybody in the chat room, thank you for your participation today. We're about to come to a close. If anyone wants to join us in the last 10, last 10 minutes, I got the link here. If we, uh, if we don't hear any, hear anybody, uh, feel free to leave a comment down below, uh, post-production. Let us know what you think. Did we get it completely wrong? Did we hit some things right? Um, anything you would like to add to what we said, we welcome that. Yeah. We're scheduled to have five more episodes, Candace and myself. Uh, this is episode 10. And so, uh, Are we join us for the 10? last five. 10? This is 10. Yeah. Wow. That went by Time so flies fast. when you're having fun. Yeah, totally. That's crazy. Hmm. I think, too, There's if people want to share, when people share like their personal experiences with stuff, too, that's always a good time. Coachio, what's your opinion on a woman like Lolo Jones can't find a man at her age? I'll be honest. I don't know who that is. Um, yeah. I don't know who Lolo Jones is, but she can't find a man at her age. How old is she? Let me know. Uh, I'll, I'll do a little investigative work, like wait and find out uh, who Lolo is. I'll be honest, man. I don't watch TV. I don't keep up that much. And th this could probably even hurt my business a little bit. I don't, I don't do a lot of response videos. I don't care what... Uh, other people are other people are doing i don't care what uh what controversy is going on i will say i feel deeply saddened by the two tragedies that happened in close proximity the mass shooting at the at the grocery store mm -hmm. the ambush there along with the recent ambush last yesterday of those children and those two adults I, i'm deeply saddened by that and i know you are too candace we, we spoke briefly off air but very very sad yeah. Very sad. Just like show. If anyone needs prayer right now, it's well, we all need prayer to some we all need we all need prayer. But but in those two situations, the grocery store situation where those um those people were ambushed and, and along with yesterday, if you're gonna send out good energy, send it out to those people right now. They they desperately need it right now. Yeah. Uh, let me see. He said Lolo is is a beautiful thirty, beautiful thirty nine year old. Vir she's a virgin at thirty nine. Wow, yeah. interesting. I'll look into that. Um, 
I'll look into that and, and see if I can make maybe do a response to that. Uh, but I typically don't watch the news. I used to, I don't watch the news really. I mean, I, I used to have Fox news on and CNN. I, I listen to both. I enjoy CNN too, uh, for different reasons. I like Dom Lemon. I, I actually do like Dom Lemon a lot. Uh, that's, that's a hardworking man right there. He works hard. Um, but, um, I used to watch the news a lot. I, I, I stray away from it now. I just, my focus has to be clear and, uh, I really don't know what's going on. I, I keep up with it, I, I, but I don't, I don't meditate on it. I don't keep watching it. I'll, I'll learn what's going on. I'm up, up, up to date on what's happening, but I, then I let it go. Yeah. And it, it works for me to do that. I think you have to on some level because there's so many things out there that we can't control and so much, you know, just humanity going on that, that there's nothing we can do anything about. So if you're constantly in the news cycle, my nephew does that. He's in the news cycle a lot. And I worry about that for him because <clears throat> I think that can definitely affect your your overall psyche. You know, yeah, Dom do be working that hard, that hard ride. He does, but let him do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, that was that was funny. Um, all right, Candice, where can people find uh, find you and, and how could they um, – obtain your services uh what are your specialties maybe we got some people watching that might find you uh this video due to its topic um what do you do what's your specialties how can people find you yeah so i have a signature program it's called love life skills for leaders and what i do is i help perfectionistic people heal the past love themselves unconditionally and start their love lives over from a clean slate so a lot of times we come with like our parental trauma the conditioning the things that we believe that haven't been working that cause us to get into a lot of trouble when it comes to romantic situations. Sometimes we just need to heal it and start over again from a clean slate. Like, you know, that ability to heal all those traumas, let go of those biases and actually explore dating and intimacy in a new way. Like the way, you know, a child would, someone who's never been hurt, someone who's never been through things. So I also say that with the caveat that the things that we go through are part of what grow us if we know how to allow them to do so. So I help people have their trauma be a growth opportunity as well. And I do that with coaching and hypnotherapy. And um, yeah, the best way to, to find me is to either go to my website, CandiceHarperLoveCoach.com, or you can follow me on um, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, my, my podcast, Ask for Candy where I just talk about, you know, the things that I, I help people with and different things that come up and sometimes my own personal life. And I like interaction. I like for people to listen and then reach out. And sometimes I bring people on the show. There's a lot of ways to get at me. Also, if you go to heal, heal slash me or heal dot me slash, I think it's Candace Harper, hypnotherapist. You can find me there too, or CH hypnotherapist. If you just want, sometimes people just want the hypnotherapy. I, I think you just hypnotized me right now. I was <laughs> I'm asleep. You're going to... <laughs> I was like, keep talking, Candace. Keep talking. Keep talking. You're getting like, oh, were you bored? I turned into Johnny Depp on his island like this. <laughs> but were you bored or relaxed? <laughs> if it's relaxed, it's like good. <laughs> no, no, I was relaxed. I was relaxed. Okay, um, by the way, I have all her information in the description. Uh, so if you, if you can't remember it, it's going to be right in the description uh, area. Also, I'm Coach EO. I'm a worldwide empowerment coach, uh, primarily for men, but I also have coached women and open to coaching women. But um, I teach people how to romance all of life, and that includes women. Uh, romance them, but how to select them and how to how to lead in a strong manner. 
Uh, it begins and ends with the man. I do believe that. But I also do believe it begins and ends with the woman, too. Mm-hmm. I do. I do believe it, be- it begins and ends with every individual. Uh, if you're not succeeding, it begins and ends with you. If you're succeeding, it begins and ends with you. Um, and so but primarily I want the I want men to be stronger today, uh, more assertive, more passionate. And go after what they really want in life, um, not to be too dependent on um what uh, as I said in the in the, at the uh, beginning of the show, we tend to like what we're told to like. Take a moment to separate yourselves from what you were told to like, and tr- truly discover what you like, and and spend some time there and nurture that. And you'd be surprised what comes out of that over time. And so uh, I'm a, I'm also a speaker and a book author. Second book coming out real soon. And uh, you can find um, my information at championgamecoaching.com. Everything will be down in the description as well. And uh, great show today. Thank you for your time, Candace. Appreciate you. Thank you. So much fun. I love being in the manosphere. Do you? I do. Okay. <laughs> I like being one of the only girls. I mean, I know there's other women here too, but there's not many of us. You better start bashing some women then because uh, <laughs> <no. laughs> That's what you I'm here to say. Some women, man, because here in the manosphere, boy, they don't they don't want to be nice to women over here. Uh, and that's the thing. I want to say something to that because I feel please. like like that actually hurts my heart, not because I'm a woman, but because I think it's who we bash. Like when we're in that state, like when women I work with bash men, I that makes me feel like they need healing. Like it doesn't make me feel like men are bad. It makes me feel like they're healing these. And I feel the they same do way need about healing. men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel the same way about men. When they bash women, it's like, who hurt you? That's why that's I'm right. here. Because I feel like that's what we got to do is start looking at, like, why has this been my experience and how can I heal it? You know what? I'll give men some advice real quick. I give this advice uh, often. You want to start helping women get healed? Because it does begin and end with the man. In my view, you want to mm-hmm. help women. It, you can give her a jump start. Wanna, you want to give a woman kind of a jump start in a to 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 self-healing? Let her speak. Let her talk. Doesn't matter what she says. Even, even if it, it doesn't matter what she could say, something that completely contrasts what you say. It could be delusional. It doesn't, it could be insightful. It could it, let's see. Neutral zone. It could be completely delusional. It could be insightful. It could be a little bit of both. But let women talk. Let them express themselves. And you'd be surprised after you just let them be heard. Let women, let people be heard, but let women especially be heard. Hmm. That a lot of healing can begin to take place from that, especially coming from a man. If a man gives her that environment and that space to be heard without judgment, it don't mean you got to go run over there and be with doing what she's doing. I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying just give her a safe environment to express herself. And you'd be surprised what can begin to happen at that point. But again, if you're tormented inside, you wouldn't even think to allow that for another woman. You wouldn't even think of it. Yeah. And we all have to stop that idea that it's the other side. That's the problem. Cause that thinking is so disempowering no matter which side you're on. And I hate to even call it sides, but to think that it, that my experience is it's the other person. That's the problem. It's totally disempowering. This is something interesting, and I and uh, there's some truth to this. What do you think of this? Bashing women attracts them. Have you ever? What, what, 
Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Go, go, go on for that for me, please. Yeah, the dude, it does attract unhealthy women. I mean, because here, in, when I'm here in the manosphere, I never feel bashed. If I felt bashed, I would. I, there's no way I'd spend a moment. But I get that there are men here that are hurting and have these opinions and have their feelings about women. I don't take that personally because I don't think that those feelings, those feelings aren't facts. But the Duke is right. For a lot of women who are unhealed, bashing them attracts them. But you got to be unhealed to be bashing somebody. Something's got to be going on with you to want to do that to somebody, right? Doesn't matter what your gender is. And that's the thing. It's like we don't want to think that my problem is out there. I, I also think I also think it. human beings want to create problems, even if one doesn't exist. And I yeah. see men doing this. I'll see men, especially content creators. There are times where content creators are discussing something they're not even going through. I'm like, fam, why are you putting so much energy into something that's not part of your reality? Yeah. Like, like, like I'm not talking about single mothers. I don't give a fuck about a damn single mother. I mean, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that I don't care oh enough. God. I don't think it's bad or good. I actually, I would say this broken families. I think there's, there's harsh consequences to having a broken family. There's harsh consequences and uh, uncomfortable circumstances that will follow for children and even parents that if you bring children into the world and it's, it's a broken family, harsh consequences. Go follow that. that doesn't mean you can't overcome it, but it makes it difficult. And it, and it is much of a survivalist mentality that comes out of that. You're going to be, there's going to be some tough times, but um, but I'm not going to speak about something that's not part of my reality. I don't like when people ask me, do you want to talk about feminism? I'm like, no. What is that? Now, does it exist? Of course. But I don't know. I don't know a feminist. And if I do, she's OK to be a feminist. I don't care. You're a feminist. How does you being a feminist affect me? Like it doesn't affect me. Um, if anything, you just want to be heard. I mean, you want you, you just want to be. I'll let a feminist talk. Listen, what you got on your mind? Talk to me. And then now, now she's talking. And, and most of the time, when you let people that got a lot of trauma talk, they start realizing while they're talking what they're saying is a bunch of nonsense. They're like, "Oh shit, I can't believe I, I believed in that." And I'm not saying feminism is nonsense. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. You're getting very uh, close. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that it's, I'm not saying it's not benefits to feminism mm -hmm. uh, and i think there's some extreme feminists that are out of their minds yeah. uh, just like well, you can't collapse you, you, you don't want to collapse feminism with misandry because misandry is its own thing like there are women out there who do hate men but that's not all feminists right i consider myself a humanist first but also a feminist on a certain level i think as a woman of color it's a different experience but but i, I you know i think oftentimes it's associated with misandry as well and i don't think every feminist hates men or ha even has negative feelings about men is just looking for some level of equity. Okay. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think that there's that, there's that section of women that that want what you just described. And then there's women mm -hmm. that are on the extreme dye her purple and stand outside with, uh, with signs. You don't think with up. purple hair. You don't like purple hair. <laughs> Tad it up. Crazy. You need to go work it and operate the tilt a whirl at the carnival. fam. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, uh, yeah, you, you, you need to go get a job and be a carny is, is what you need to do. Uh -huh. Anyway, uh, great show. Thank you so much. Well, well uh, actually, I didn't even run our, our ad again, our, our intro. I keep missing that. So we'll, go, we'll we'll end the show with that. I want to thank everyone who joined the, the, the show today yeah. that uh, uh, came aboard and added some uh, their opinions and some good insight. Everyone who, who sponsored the show. 
You know who you are. Thank you for your continued support. It keeps things going. All the members, my moderators. Yeah. And SNO everyone. for a compliment on my earrings. SNO, <laughs> who's working at work, hardworking girl. Yeah. And she complimented her earrings. <laughs> such, a, such a superficial thing to do to look I at know, Candace but I don't mind. and not see her heart. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I'm just teasing you. I was, I was you better see both my beauty and my heart. Hey, and that's what I tried to say earlier. You can yeah, get both. You can get someone who loves your soul, loves your heart, and loves that ass. It loves that the way you look. It loves you can get it all. Don't think you can't. Don't settle. Get 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 it, get it, get both. Yeah. I really I want men and women to get both. I want you to be in love with that man you, you look at physically. And I want you to be in love with him from a human standpoint, too. I want you to love who he is as a human, but also want you to love what you look at. Um, and, and but men they prioritize the loving them as a human. Because the loving what you look at, it's up there, but it, it can't be the same because this doesn't last. This starts to dwindle. I agree with that. I agree. That's why I always say if you choose a woman for looks only, you're a simp. I've been saying, yeah. I've, been saying I've said that before. So, yeah. um, yes, looks matter. But at the end of the day, how do you communicate? What's the heart like? What are the motivations? What do you stand for? How well do you work together? How well do you uh, resolve conflict? You know, how well do you grow? It, it is so many different things. Yeah. And so that's very important. Um, yeah. All right, Candice, good to see you. Stand by. I'll talk to you in the back. And uh, everybody, we will see you for episode 11. Bye, everybody. Next week. <laughs> Once I get my, <laughs> there's so much stuff here. Here we go.